millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be construed as medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Friday Night Livestream. Hope you guys are having a lovely day. I see we've already got some people on the foxhole that have figured it out, but stickers are now live in the chat. I'm going to suggest people out there, feel free to make your own custom stickers, send them over to me, and I can add them to my own unique pack for the show. <clears throat> Somebody wants to make a Muffin Gate sticker or something else, me and my crazy shirts, whatever it is. You guys do it, send it over, we'll get it loaded up. And I uh, also want to thank everybody for taking advantage of the subscription option over there on the Foxhole. I really appreciate it. You guys, tonight is going to be one of those shows. You know, I'm always excited about the guests that join me and that we get to have a conversation with, start this dialogue, but tonight is special because it's going to give you an opportunity to take that righteous anger, that righteous indignation that you have justifiably for the powers that be. And we're going to channel that into a method by which you can hold those people accountable. You know... When you're taking on the federal government, it's a big, daunting task. But you can take on your state government, and maybe we can get a little bit more action in the local scene. Do me a favor, sit back, relax, grab your popcorn. We're going to be right back with Jeff Dow after this. All right, good evening, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Friday Night Livestream with myself, Zach Payne, and my guest. Please welcome my good friend, Jeff Dow from the Digital Soldier Network. Jeff, how are you tonight? Good. It's so good to see you. Likewise, Zach. What's going on, brother? Thanks for uh, having me on. Hey, absolutely. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. Uh, I'm kind of solo down here in Florida, so I, I I, don't know. Holidays, I tend to just do my own thing. So sure. I hustled. <laughs> 
Well, you know, I, I've got uh, family that that lives within like a half hour, or maybe you know, another set of family members that live an hour away. But you know, it, Lisa and uh, myself, and then uh, her dad is down here for a little bit as well. Uh, we went out to eat at uh, Hammock Beach uh, Resort. Have you ever heard of that? It's Mm-mm. like I don't know. I don't play golf, so like I don't pretend to know all that much about it. But that's why I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I, I guess I guess for those golfers out there. They have the uh, the the largest number of holes that are actually like on the water. Like it's pretty much like takes up all the beach along this stretch of area near where we're at up here in Palm Coast. So it was really good food. Uh, it was awesome to not have to make the food. And, uh, you know, it's like my entire life I've always, like, slaved over that stove for, like, two days, putting together huge meals. And now, you know, everybody's all over the country. So uh, it was uh, it was a nice low-key day. Good stuff. I did a bunch of stuff around the house, did some uh, electrical work, put in some new lights, uh, you know, basically trying to be as productive as I possibly can. So... I want to make sure everybody is well aware of who you are. I've actually been on Jeff's show before, but this is the first time that Jeff has been on my show. Jeff, you have what you might call a unique set of skills, kind of like the Liam Neeson of the Anon movement. A particular set of skills. (laughs) That's right. I will find you (laughs) and I will kill you. So so tell us tell us a little bit about your career before you became an Anon, so to speak. Yeah, well, so I think part of that career is kind of what allows me, uh, I, I know some people, you know, with what I just said, I did my own thing on the holidays. Um, I, my first duty station was in Hawaii. So I was already six time zones away from anybody that I really knew. So I got, you know, very quickly became, uh, just independent on my own. So I don't worry. Other people worry about me, but I, <laughs> I'm perfectly fine doing my own thing. I got a lot of stuff done too. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm re- repurposing campaign signs right now for my pressure washing company. So oh, there you go. <laughs> I got a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, uh, take it back to 06. Um, that winter I ended up, uh, before I graduated high school, I, I decided I was going to join the military, not because I really thought about joining the military ever, but because, uh, a recruiter called me, uh, they were calling all my friends and I kept hearing these stories like, Oh, this army recruiter called me. Guess what he said? Oh, guess what I told him. And and I'm hearing all my friends and how they told them off. And then a guy named Jake Veyu called me and Instead of trying to tell me what I should do with my life, he just talked to me. I think he read a, a people skill book or two or a whole shelf because, uh, he didn't, he didn't like his method was different. He just figured out what I wanted out of life. And then he showed me how the Navy could help me get it. And then I went and I took the ASVAB at the time. I was like, I think I want to be a Humvee mechanic because I'd love to go in and build, uh, audio systems for cars. So it was kind of a passion of mine at the time. And then, uh, I took the ASVAB and I scored pretty high. I, I wasn't, I'm no 99, you know, 99 is a perfect score for the mm-hmm. ASVAB. Uh, I was a 75, but I scored very high in, um, analytics and puzzles and and stuff like that. So uh, my recruiter told me, Hey, I know you wanted to be a, uh, what the Navy calls a CB. He said, but if you're to do this other one and you got out, you would, you would make bank. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, it's good to have those as options. So I chose a job. I didn't know what the heck it was. Cryptologic technician. I'm like, that sounds cool. 
I'm Googling it. I'm like, I have no idea what this means. This sounds like super spy stuff. And then uh, I go to my, you know, go to boot camp finish. And I go up to Pensacola and I start to learn what the NSA is. Mm-hmm. Never heard that term. You know, this is 2006. So when they Snowden really, were, they really were no it. such agency at that time. Like it, not right. widely known. <laughs> No, very, very true. Yes. No, they were uh, very under the rug or, uh, you know, a little secret. Um, and and so I finished school. Um, I always wanted to get stationed in Colorado. Uh, when we put in our what the Navy calls dream sheets, I put in mine for um, Colorado was on my list because I'm from Maine. I want to snowboard. I'm like, that would be cool to do both. Right on. And then um, one of the other guys in my class was from out west. and He, he put Hawaii on his but when it came time for orders to come through, I had fallen to second in the class of the Navy guys. And so he got first pick. He chose Buckley, Colorado, Air Force Base out in Colorado. I'm like, bro, not cool. <laughs> <laughs> not cool. <laughs> and so he, uh, I was, I, this is funny because like everybody hears me share this. And when I say this next part, they're like, what? I got stuck with Hawaii. <laughs> I didn't want Hawaii. Not a lot of people can say that. I mean, it's, you know, basically paradise. I, I would imagine that'd be a lot of people's first pick. Right. And it wasn't bad. It was, you know, I, I learned a lot. And I'm thankful. I wouldn't have changed anything. The things that I did out in Hawaii, uh, you know, the relationships, the friendships that I made, I ended up uh, serving two other duty stations with the same roommate that I had in Hawaii. We just became, you know, best friends. I was uh, the best man in his wedding. He's an adopted brother in my family. I'm one in his. Um, and it just, when I share that with other military people, like three duty stations we were stationed at together, Hawaii, Virginia, and here in Tampa. <laughs> and it's nice. unheard of. So, yeah, I did 10 years uh, Ten years in the Navy, and the whole time I was also in the NSA. Uh, my first duty station, I was a Morse code operator. I got there. Uh, I'll share the story another time, but I got there technically out of regs. Like my uniform, I put E2 on, and I wasn't supposed to do that for another two weeks. <laughs> so I showed up. They're like, shipmate, you are all jacked up. I'm like, why? <laughs> and like, I guess my timing for like, I don't know, something was off. So technically I got to my first duty station. I finished boot camp, my initial school and Morse code school, which was self-paced all as an E1 and took vacation <laughs> and then got to uh, Hawaii as an E1. By the time I left, I was an E5. Um, when I was an E4, all of our leadership had pretty much left and nobody wanted to step up. So I was going to stay in for a while. Um, and I decided to take that what's considered a mission manager position, which was, um, if you're familiar with the military, it's an E seven position, a chief for the Navy, Sergeant first class for the army, gunny Sergeant for, a, a Marine Corps, um, master Sergeant for the air force. So when I was an E four, and I was in charge of four E5s and 12 E4 and below. So those other E, the four E5s didn't want it because they're like, I'm here for a college, you know, for the college after this. I don't want to do any of this. You want to run it? Cool. I'm okay with just working. So they outranked me, uh, in, in terms of like when we did Navy related stuff, but job wise, positionally, I, I held a higher authority than them. So. Morse code was pretty much my thing out there. Um, I'm one of the few people who can hear it, who can see it. Like if you type it out, 
uh, like the, the dots and dashes and bits mm-hmm. and da's. Um, I know it in light. <laughs> they woke me up on the ship all the time when I, uh, I went out to see it. Like, we got letters. We got flashing lights. Come up. I'm like, this is like two letters. You guys woke me up <laughs> after 12 hour watch and I have another 12 hour watch here in a few hours for two letters. <laughs> Nobody else could um, figure it out. <laughs> it's true. And, and I get it. Because if all you know is all you know, then you have no idea what the heck they're saying. Right, right. Um, and I'm actually it's not the kind of, the of thing you want to screw up either. You know, like, I mean, no, no. it could be a very important message coming through. Yep. Uh, fortunately, out to sea a lot of times, it's a lot of practice, though. Okay. Uh, but we had on our ship what's called quartermasters. They're supposed to do that stuff. They're the signalmen. But mm-hmm. because it's not a, a trait that's passed on, they didn't and i'm like well you have to understand my brain knows it my fingers know it based on audible mm-hmm. we're talking a different part of my brain now to figure out visual like this is different and uh i'm actually I, all of those things add one more on there uh, i also know it in in korean so if that gives oh. you any idea one of my targets that's wild uh, okay you is uh didn't da like those are all characters wow <laughs> So, yeah, it's interesting. That's so like that was, a, a whole another layer. I, I couldn't even imagine that. I mean, first of all, with Asian languages, whether it's Korean, Chinese or Japanese, you know, like uh, the I, I did a bit of studying for Japanese when I was younger. And that's a little bit easier than Chinese or Korean uh, because, you know, you've kind of got like an alphabet. And in but with the other languages, I mean, you're talking about concepts with each of those letters and it's a ridiculous amount of characters to like fully understand the language. Totally different. I couldn't imagine translating that into Morse code at the same time. Yeah. Well, fortunately I didn't have to make sense of it. I just had to copy what was being transmitted. So that was good. Um, But there's some countries use what are called barred letters too. Like, H, right? Like in mm-hmm. Russia uses a lot of barred letters. It's an H with a bar over it. Okay. Which it's it it means something different. Like they're you're, they're utilizing even more characters. Yes, yeah, um, Cyrillic, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Oh, that's <laughs> that like just the, the the yeah, I mean that's the, okay. the 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 type of alphabet that it is because Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, and fun fact, I, I think this is common knowledge at least i hope it is uh a lot of people use old russian um systems a lot of other countries use the the old russian morse code senders uh Mm -hmm. so it would take a while to warm up so it it was a very distinct sound very distinct um target Mm -hmm. so i i'll just say if things go south here in the near future i'm prepped and ready (laughs) you've got all your comms on point what what about about, about freak rota (laughs) <laughs> what about numbers stations? Did you have any experience with intercepting any number stations uh, broadcasts? Are you talking like um, like a, a a location that would just put out like a certain code just for like bearing tracking, essentially? Well, I mean, uh, wow. Okay, uh, this is uh, so I'll be able to inform you about these. Uh, let me actually get something pulled up here, and because uh, I know. Can- I know that there's certain uh, stations the that transmit, down. and they're they're designed, they're geolocated at a specific place. Mm-hmm. And what you would do is you would you would listen 
tune into it and then you could do what's called df direction find it would throw out a, a lot all this stuff's on class you can find this stuff like i'm not talking anything i yeah. shouldn't um a lob a line of bearing so basically um in order to have a high level of confidence of where something is you would need three separate antennas picking up that signal and okay. giving their lob so i know that they use some stations for that <laughs> it's kind of what that sounded like at first but so so a number station is it, it it's coming from like a, a a secret location and it's literally a a code that is just being repeated over and over again numbers <clears throat> And it's it's uh, oftentimes like a woman or a, well I guess it can be a man's voice but I've I, the ones I've heard most often were women's voices and <clears throat> so it will be transmitting this code and obviously if you don't have the cipher then you don't understand what the message is but they're just creepy because they're official they're out there like you can learn about them but nobody has ever like taken responsibility for them and it's kind of assumed that they're it's like part of like uh, russian intelligence but i mean I, I would imagine that the uh like the concept could be used by virtually anybody so you have to know what frequency this station is broadcasting on uh and then you know let's say that you're somebody out in the cold okay and you're trying to get some information and the only way you can get it is through this clandestine radio broadcast you tune into that you've got the cipher they tell you whatever the the the, the numbers are for that day <clears throat> and then you can go ahead and decipher the message and then figure it out but these these mysterious number stations are out there and i'm trying to find an example of it it um, sounds really cool that yeah. sounds like some of the stuff that we would actually do. Uh, so here's the downside about having a, a TS clearance. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, the information is not as cool as you think it is. It's really sure. boring. Sure, it's there's tedious. a lot of stuff that's, out, that's top secret that's just, you know. Yes. Shouldn't be. And yeah. you're just like, but I would argue, depending on the relevance of it, um, it's it's the source, right? Mm -hmm. That's what makes it top secret because we have access into information and we don't want the other guys knowing what we have. Yeah. yeah. So, or let me rephrase it. We don't want the other guys knowing that we know what they're saying because then they change it and you have to go figure it out all over again. Okay. I'm going to play this number station for you. And uh, I just want you to uh, take a listen. I, I think Morse. I don't know. We'll find out. So this is a uh, <laughs> this is called the Yosemite Sam number station. It's a shortwave radio broadcast. Welcome to Radio Oddity's YouTube channel. Today, by Ham Radio Operators. And please hit the subscribe button. Okay, here it comes. Back in December 2004, Ham uh -huh. Radio Operators first heard an unusual transmission. Several frequencies. 3,700 kilohertz, 4,300 kilohertz, 6,500 kilohertz, and 10,500 kilohertz. The signal began with a short, eight-second data burst, followed by Warner Brothers character Yosemite Sam saying, Varmint, I'm going to blow you to smithereens. Okay, this is the first one that I've heard that was Yosemite Sam. Totally strange, but they will often be accompanied with, besides the person just reading numbers or, you know, just saying random words. Oftentimes, it's a lot of random words. <clears throat> 
they'll have like like eerie tones that are played too. You know, like you heard that, you know, the beep. Um, yeah. Anyways, just it, it. I I would I would look into it because it's a huge mystery and like this internet rabbit hole that you can go down. And I'll I'll probably do a show on it now that I've talked about it so much, just so it doesn't look like I'm a <laughs> total weirdo. <laughs> you should add to it. Uh, anybody that served in the Navy, that's especially anywhere near comms, like you can be up in up in um the bridge and hear this stuff, but there's this little thing like, so here's the thing with H with, with comms in general, it is kind of hard to triangulate. You can, mm-hmm. but by the time, you know, you figure out like, is it even relevant? Does it matter? Eh, I mean, there's FCC, all that stuff, but it is kind of hard to find people, right? Especially if they're not transmitting in the same place every time. Mm-hmm. So you'd be out to see the first time I ever heard this, I lost my stuff i was on the watch and i'm like what was that <laughs> and i heard this frequency it was or uh, this thing came on to like bridge to bridge uh which is anyone that's on a boat channel 16 i don't remember the frequency but it's called bridge to bridge it's how everybody can communicate mm-hmm. um and it would it would just be this i there's a portion of it i can't remember what it was something monkey and it would just come on it's like oh time for I don't know. We'll say pseudo monkey. You're like pseudo monkey. Shut up, monkey. Shut up. And I'm like, what am I listening to? And like, it's just people who I think are bored at night and get on the the radio and just keep things fun. Okay. All right. Well, that's cool. I'll um. I actually have this. Uh. Uh. There. Here's here's a link if anybody wants to look into this a little bit more. Um. You can uh, you can find documentaries about this. A lot of people have done uh, pretty in-depth dives on it. But here's something from the BBC. Pretty, um, pretty normie right there. But, you know, from uh, from from like an official perspective, you guys can check that out. I'll I'll throw that out there into the chats. And um, yeah, so I, I, I was obsessed with number stations for a long time. It used to be that you could go on. On YouTube, and you can find uh, just raw number station broadcasts because uh, people would intercept them and uh, and then they would post them. But it looks like it's not as common as as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Lot, lots of people doing their own work about it. It's one of those things like the nerd in me wants to like capture it, right? And, and yeah. like start putting it into an Excel spreadsheet. Just like yeah. I tried, and I know so many people out there did. I tried to look at all the different drops that came in the past. Mm-hmm. I, and I tell this to people, I don't, I'm not telling people how to think. There's a lot of information in that, regardless of where you stand. And I argue some people make fun of it. I don't care. Here's what I say to the, the ones who knock it. Uh, if you're in any sort of a podcaster or streamer, they woke up more people than any of us did. That, no, that's more. that's so, exactly the point. I, I, I think yes. that that was always the point. And that's what people <clears throat> fail to recognize when they do knock it and, and they say that there's nothing of value in there. <clears throat> you know, and and I've said this before, it, it, it's not that I mean, the information can can be opaque for a reason. I, I mean, it's it's not that they were only written for the people in the general public. I mean, like there are unique voices in there. There are specific data streams for specific audiences. And I think that there are some things that can only be deciphered if you have that cipher, if you know the you're expecting the information to come through in a certain way. And then, of course, you know, the idea of of disinformation, I, I mean, you know, this is fifth generation warfare, you know, like no doubt we are in the midst of an information war. Last couple of days have been 
crazy, hot and heavy coming in on Truth Social. And I think that there is no coincidence that it was just announced by Elon Musk that we're all going to get our accounts back. You know, it's like I've been talking about this for so long. You know, it, it in the absence of having people to direct your frustration at or your anger at, people have gone from receiving information to becoming the uh, the source of information. And they have now turned on themselves. Like we have a lot of people that are going after other people. There's a lot of ego in this. People get a taste oh, yes. for getting attention on their own self and their work. And, uh, and, and they want to continue to foster that. And, you know, for me, this, this isn't about ego. I mean, we're trying to save the nation. Okay. And th- there is nothing more fundamental about this. Vector says the number fag at your service. <laughs> yeah. Vector's a, Vector's a number fag. That's correct. <clears throat> so, I can relate. <laughs> so, yeah, well, and, and I think that's an excellent segue uh, to talk about why I specifically invited you here. Uh, we must have a direction in which yes. we're going. Otherwise, we are an aimless movement. Okay, yes, people have learned how to research, some better than others. Some people don't know how to research and and, and understand and distillate facts from disinformation. Uh, they don't understand what evidence is. You know, They don't get what something is truly valuable when they're looking at it. They they easily find, uh, you know, valueless points of data and they think that it holds some grander meaning or uh, something that is uh, a lot more important than it actually is. And and because of that, I think people uh, are, you know, are, are kind of wandering around aimlessly. Many, many did not expect us to be in this position this nope. far down the line, you know, late 2017, I think people were thinking America is going to be saved before 2020, okay? Everything is going to be solved. And now here we are, it's 2022. And uh, people continue to say, oh, you know, America's not going to survive. I, I, I don't think we can wait another year. We can't wait another two years. But I, I have a different opinion, Jeff. I think that America will survive because she's endured for hundreds of years at this point, albeit in a variety of, of different uh, uh, forms. But it's going to be up to us to ensure that America can and will survive. And this is where you come in, because that direction, we have to have direction. We have to know who we're fighting against. We have to know who can assist us in making sure that our desires in in certain cases, our demands are met. Election integrity, that's a huge, huge thing. We are fighting to ensure that that sacrosanct right of ours to elect our own leaders remains in place. And I want you to tell the audience, what is it that you are putting together? So I'm before I get there. I want to build on something first because I think it's important. You know, a prophet's not often heard in their own land. This isn't about me. The only reason I bring this stuff up is because of the hard work that our county put in to make things happen. Um, and, and what I'm talking about now is no longer theory. We've now got actual proof. Mm-hmm. So this last election cycle, um, our, I became a precinct committee man here in Hillsborough. I hear you talk yeah. about that on your yeah. show a lot. And I just put a challenge out to Foxhole the other day on somebody else's show. 
I think all of us who are streamers on Foxhole, I think it would be very important uh, as many of us as possible to become precinct committee men and women mm-hmm. because we we are leaders in that area. And it's a, a specific niche. And you're also the backbone. Pill.net is the backbone for precinct strategy. So Amen. everyone's yep. right there anyway. Yep. Um, so I think it's important because, you know, we're doing the work. So instead of what hit me was... I didn't want to just talk about things anymore. I needed solutions. Mm -hmm. And I was tired of watching our, what I call the Hollywood politicians fail us regularly Mm -hmm. and yelling at my TV saying, what the heck? Look, I'm going to be honest with people. Like we talked about this a little bit. Nobody's coming to save you. Yep. Nobody. I don't, I don't care how much faith you have in president Trump. He's not going to come save you. We collectively need to step up, step in together in order to do this, we, Amen. and this is what I argue all the time. If there is a plan, let me rephrase, if there is no plan, we absolutely need to be the last line of defense. However, mm-hmm. if there is a plan, imagine how much farther down the road we'll be with the work that we're putting in. Yeah. So yeah. that, so, so I got involved and became a precinct committee man. That's, you see everything. Mm-hmm. Every candidate that's running for Congress, that's yep. running for Senate, that's running for your state legislatures, your county, your, you see everything. You literally are in the same room as these people that are running. They mm-hmm. need you. Yes, they need voters. Yes, they need donors. They need you, the precinct committee man and woman, that is the workhorse to get them over that line. Mm-hmm. So to say that, Going into this election, Hillsborough's had a lot of issues. Go to Google, type in Hillsborough Republican Party. You're going to find a ton of stuff. We have infighting between some of our upper leadership because we have one that's, I'm being nice. We'll just say we need to You've got to be diplomatic. Yeah. <laughs> well, I believe that their time in position, you know, that they've held, I think that they were the right person for that time. But I do think that it's time for a new leader, fresh blood to move in the right direction with, with new visions and uh, a lot more energy. Uh, and more than that, they just, they, they've taken so many slings and arrows. I don't think that they're in a position that we can leverage going forward. Well, t- and because of that, times rhinos, change, you know, I mean, do. like the, the times evolve, you know, we need this to be an ever evolving movement. People have to be fluid. Because, you know, as you said, I mean, there's only so much any single person can take. And I don't think that public service was designed to be like an in perpetuity position. I mean, the reason we have elections, the reason be a retirement. No. Yeah, you've got you've got to be able to pass the baton because, you know, at a certain point, you're going to get too old, too tired or too burnt out. You have to have leadership that you are fostering around you that you're ready to bring it over and hand it off to them and then you can go on and continue to do something else too often in politics people forget this and they want to just keep that power for as long as they possibly can that's why we see people like nancy pelosi still in congress freaking joe biden has no right being anywhere near an elected position Okay, the criminal uh, activity notwithstanding, okay? Yes, so many different reasons. (laughs) He should not be anywhere near any of that stuff. But just in general, politicians and people in positions of public service must pass the baton. And the only way they can pass that baton is if someone like you watching this right now 
decides that they want to get involved in public service, that they want to be an active participant in this system. Because like you said, Jeff, I absolutely agree. No one person is coming to save us. We have to save ourselves and we have to replace those people. Because let's say President Trump does come back tomorrow. Okay, let's just say tomorrow, not even 2024. What's going to happen when he's gone? Okay, he's not going to be the emperor of the United States. Okay, let's say he does get another four years, and I I believe he will be back as president. But what's going to happen when he's not here? We have to be there to pick up the slack. We have to be there to continue to foster this republic and continue to lead America. And that's where this is good. Yeah, I would even say even before that, let's use the scenario you just gave. Let's say Trump's back in there. He's he learned he showed us and I think he learned in the process. There's not just a federal swamp. Mm-hmm. There's a state level swamps, too, that he wasn't prepared for. And there's no way he could fight all 50 states mm-hmm. and some of the territories as well, because I realized I didn't know <clears throat> that Guam and Puerto Rico get to vote for Ron oh, McDaniel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know that? Oh, yeah. I, I just did. learned yeah. that recently. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm looking through the list. I'm like, we're, we're looking through the people that voted. And there's a couple from Florida. I'm like, what the crap? And then I look, I'm like. Guam? I didn't know they had a vote in this, but I guess they do. Um, But I say, like, we need to hold down our own forts, all of us, collectively. There's Mm -hmm. 3,000 counties in this country, Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to find upwards of 3,000 people, and that's an insurmountable task. Mm -hmm. But here's what I'll, like, the vision that I'll cast. We'll start small. I'm laying the groundwork on my show, because I believe when you hear people say, like, all politics are local, right? They are. It's true. I never understood that. I always heard it's a grassroots movement. Okay, we'll get out and knock on doors. Well, mm-hmm. here's the problem. The establishment gives you the walk list on what doors to knock and what to say. The establishment does. You know what happens when you have a mind of your own because you're involved and the voter asks you your opinion mm-hmm. and you say off the record and you share your opinion. You give your thoughts on on the candidates, right? The problem is we keep losing in the primaries and we get stuck having to put dirt bags over the, the finish line. Mm-hmm. Why? And I learned this this cycle because the establishment in the primaries, they take all of that money that comes in and they run it against solid candidates. They run a smear campaign and you yep. know who they attack? It's a very specific person, a super voter. Mm-hmm. The super voters turn out like clockwork. While the rest of us are knocking doors, trying to get new people engaged, the establishment is targeting the super voter. Why? Mm -hmm. Because they know if they can create an ounce of doubt in the good candidate, they'll vote for the the dirtbag that they know will get across the line. Right. We know that, and they play that game every single time. So how do you counter that? You become a precinct committee man or woman in your area. A precinct generally has upwards of 2,000 voters. In, in a general precinct, 2,300 mm-hmm. in mine, but depending on your state, it kind of breaks down. So mine for every 1,000 precinct committee men and women, uh, 1,000 registered voters, you have one precinct committee man, one precinct committee woman. So mm-hmm. about 500 people to every one, way more manageable. Yep. And collectively, if you put in the work, your county can get across the finish line and huge numbers. And Hillsborough County did that. We're a predominantly blue county. We have 50,000 more Democrats registered than Republicans. Mm -hmm. We currently, to put it in perspective, Tampa City Council, and this is going to change in March because we're going to do exactly what we just did again in March, and we're going to take back City Council. Mm -hmm. Um, our, Our City Council has a Democrat mayor 
and all seven uh, uh, city councilmen are Democrats. Mm-hmm. All seven, not a single Republican. Our county, people say that, well, we were once red. We were never red. We may have had majority Republicans in the county commission, but we've never had more registered Republicans and Democrats. We're working on changing that. Since the 2020 election, Hillsborough County, every single month has cut that gap by a thousand. So we were nice. 70,000 in 2020. We're now about 50,000. Uh, and, and we're still going. It's still continuing to change and flip. Mm-hmm. But this election cycle, we had of the three congressional reps that we ran, one was a new seat, uh, for Laurel Lee. Um, we won that seat, but of, of the three, we won two seats, majority. Obviously, you know, you got, the governor, Rubio, all the statewide seats. Mm-hmm. Not only did they win statewide, but they did also win in Hillsborough. We had more Republicans vote for them than Democrats. That still matters too. Yeah. At our congressional <clears throat> level, right? Uh, I just said those. Yeah. Of the three, we won two. Mm-hmm. Uh, of, you know, Rubio won handedly. Governor uh, DeSantis handedly. Um, you go into the state level, state house, state senate. Of the eight state house reps that Hillsborough represents, we won five seats, and nice. two of them are currently being challenged because there's some stuff there. We'll just say that there's a possibility okay. we could have won two more. Uh, it's just harder to prove. Um, at the state senate, we have four. Right, we won three of our county commissioners. There were six seats up. We only ran five candidates, but we won. Uh, four of those seats. We now have a Republican strong um, uh, county commission again. Our school board, there were only three seats up. We won two of them. That was in the primary as well. Um, our city council for Temple Terrace, of the three seats, we won two. All of the ballot initiatives that went up, Hillsborough County uh, shot all of them down. The only one that we lost at was the one that gets rid of <laughs> the amendments, the people who write oh, them. Yes, yes. That, yeah, okay. <laughs> so confusing. Yeah. <laughs> what I would tell voters when I knock on the door is like, do you ever get to the ballot box and you read those things at the end? And you're like, I really don't know what they're saying. And they're like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, if you vote yes on number two, you get rid of the people that write that. And exactly. Like, okay, I'll yeah. vote. I'm like, perfect. That's all we need. That's it. <laughs> so I say that because Across the board, Hillsborough County, this Governor DeSantis, I have it on good authority that he he counted the counties he thought were going to go over. He was beside himself at Hillsborough. He spent election night in Hillsborough, which was really cool. I got to be in the room with the governor uh, and and Byron. Um, what's his last? Not Douglas. What's his last name? Congressional rep, South Florida, Byron. Don't know. I cannot think of it. Don't know. I can't think of his last name. <laughs> um, really good guy. As soon as you hear his name, you're like, oh yeah, that dude's a, a freaking animal. Potentially next governor. I, I actually can see uh, that possibility. But anyway, um, I say all that because it was theory previous to the election. Now, after the election, we won everything, majority of everything we put up all across the board. Shows that it can be done. It All can. it takes is a little bit of dedication, some hard work, and some shoe leather. You know, I got to yep. believe getting out there and talking to people is vital, vital. Back in Michigan, the Democrats were out. 
walking around to every single eligible voter's house. They didn't stop at the end of the likely Republican voter list. They went to everyone's house. I was registered as a Republican. There aren't that many of them back home. All right. And they always made sure they came to every single door. They talked to every single person because let's be honest. Most voters out there are low information voters. They are yes. not they are not paying as much attention to this stuff as we are. They are not harping on the issues. They are not really invested in what happens. Sure, at the end of the day, they care about the price of gas, the price of groceries. They care about a couple of cottage issues, but they really don't do the research on the candidates. They don't know about decisions judges have made in the past. They don't know which governor appointed them. Yeah, it is hard, but but it's possible. You know, I mean, yes. it's just one of those things that you have to be a little bit more diligent about finding the information. You know, generally, you know, it, it, at the very least, people can figure out, you know, who appointed these people under what administration. That'll give you a yep. little bit of a hint as to which side they lead on but even then that's, that's not enough that, that's something that your rec can be doing i was right it was brian byron donald's uh thank you chat okay um okay. they and um, hold on just a sec vector no i'm not saying people are dumb a low information voter does not mean that they're dumb it just means that uninformed they, yeah they're uninformed they they don't have all the information because they don't have time to do the research you know i mean there's only so many things that people can invest their time in and I realize, you know, I, I ask you guys to get involved a lot. And I know that a good number of you are just not going to be able to. OK, you've got lives, you've got families, you've got work. But that's even more of a reason for the people who do have a little bit of extra time, who have done the research, who have looked into these issues to get out there and make sure that you are part of the pro- the solution instead of being part of the problem, rather. Uh, You have a responsibility. Every single person who can must. Well, that's what we did. We we formulated a game plan, right? And I love this movie. I use this example a lot. I'm not the biggest Hollywood fan. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, the movie Moneyball, everything that I do, if you go back and watch that movie, everything that I do politically is leveraging the concept of Moneyball. Yep. It's the Brad Pitt movie to give us the snapshot. They figured out through analytics, get rid of the big name people and just get the consistent people. Yep. If you can target a certain, you know, if you can make sure that you hit the consistent people, you win the game because you get enough on base hits. Enough on base hits means by default, you get enough runs mm-hmm. and then you win. The Oakland A's set records and then uh, the Red Sox went to them to buy that same general manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he turned him down, whatever. But the very next season, I'm a Red Sox fan. That was the year that the babe, uh, the curse of the babe was broken and it was statistics. That was it. That was literally the entire thing. And that's what we did. Our team, we looked at the data. We looked at which precincts we needed to go into. We looked at uh, going into the general, we learned this in the primary. We looked at which doors or which precincts specifically were more likely to do vote by mail. Mm-hmm. So four weeks before vote by mail went out, look, I'm not here to, I don't want to see it either, but if it's there, I have to figure out how to leverage it. Yeah, that's um, exactly it. We have to be willing to leverage the tools yes. that the Democrats are taking advantage of right now. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and so we looked in and figured out what precincts 
are the highest percentage for vote by mail. Mm-hmm. And then those precincts, I and actually I narrowed it down even more for Republicans mm-hmm. specifically. <clears throat> and we targeted those precincts four weeks uh, or, you know, the four weeks up until mail-in ballots went out. Why? Because I wanted to make sure that I could hand them uh, uh, what we call a slate card, who to vote for, before they even got their mail in. So they already knew who to check off. Yeah. We already had that <clears throat> stuff done. And our team, I'd say, I think the numbers are about 40 to 60 of us, precinct committee men and women. We had, um, I would say, I think it was 1,500 and as high as 3,000 doors per week that our wow. county was hitting. We were setting a record. There are 67 counties in the state of Florida and Hillsborough County. If not first every single week, we were second. And we kicked insane ass at, at knocking doors and the effective ones. And I think that's the reason we shot down the tax initiatives and right. we got most of what we wanted done. That's because awesome. we had a, a strategy, we had a game plan, and we executed on it, and everybody came together, and we had opposition from our own party mm-hmm. because they wanted to complain and, and throw an entire curveball because the Republican Party of Florida is absolutely atrocious, completely upside down, rhino-infested, and that's one of my focuses is exposing that as well. So I took all this stuff, and like a lot of people in the chat, you know, I – I'm ticked off at what took place over this last election cycle. Mm-hmm. But how do we change it? We can talk and complain all we want. But here's my argument, and I use this all the time. If you woke up today, chat, if you woke up today, it means that you're not dead. Mm-hmm. And if you're not dead, it means our God's not done with you. Absolutely. I don't know your path. I don't know your skill set. But I do know that he gave you something somehow that you can get involved, whether it's resources, maybe you have time, maybe you have a certain skill set. I don't know what it is, but you do. Mm-hmm. And I know that all of us collectively focusing on our backyard can win this. And I say this all the time. People ask me, how do you fix DC? I say, you don't. You fix your county. Mm-hmm. And if enough counties fix their county, you fix your state legislature. And if your state legislatures are fixed, then they get to hold pressure on the people up in D.C. I'd mm-hmm. love to see us repeal is that Amendment 17, I think, the one where the Senate, uh, where we, the voters, vote for the senators. Before that, the state legislatures voted for your senators. That matters so much, specifically because I, I'm not going to go through all the details of it. They changed that. Because uh, the the financiers realized that if they could just convince the voter to vote for the bad guy that they've already invested their money into, yeah. they could save a lot of money instead of having to, you know, uh, grease the wheels of the new guy that the state legislators put in there. <clears throat> so, yes, like so many things happen at the county level as a precinct guess what people are talking about ronna mcdaniel are we gonna vote for her or are we not uh uh mitch mcconnell cocaine mitch and um frank luntz's roommate uh kevin mccarthy yep 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 (laughs) um uh, like here's the thing everybody out there has an opinion and you know what i don't care about your opinion i do but you know who doesn't really care about any of those people why Yep, yep because we should have been on these races Six months ago, mm-hmm. saying, McCarthy, Rana, Mitch, you guys need to deliver. If you do not deliver, you're gone. Yep. We needed to have that stuff in place earlier. So I see that stuff, right? And you only know what you know. We didn't know those positions. We didn't know how all this stuff plays out. We're paying mm-hmm. attention now. 
So how do we get there? Well, you have to go through and fail first. Mm -hmm. But don't let yourself fail again. We failed in 2020 by not holding our state legislators accountable. We, the people, more specifically, voters, yes, but precinct committee men and women. I go back to what I said in in the beginning. We're the foot soldiers for them to get into office. When a, if a voter calls and I call a state legislator, I by default am going to have a deeper impact with them, even though we're both their constituents, mm-hmm. because I'm an REC member who fights and knocks on doors to get you elected. They know you've got that, power. That absolutely. That's the power that we have. Mm-hmm. But the problem is we don't realize it. I do a training on Foxhole sometimes. Actually, I think it's more pilled um, for how to be a precinct committee man or woman. There are people that watch that show or that that training. It's like two-hour training. The training that Hillsborough uses. If people have ever seen on uh, War Room Pandemic, you see mm-hmm. Steve Stern down in Broward lift up a binder and say, this is the text, this is the training that we use. That's my county that built that. Hillsborough County built that. Beautiful. And it's a two-hour training session where most counties, you only taught in the first 15 to 20 minutes before the meeting. And it's a, da-da-da, okay, how many dumb good, we go. Well, it's and by design. No idea. They want to keep you low information. They want to make yes. sure you don't realize the power that you possess in these positions. 100%. And so- that's why... I say all the time, people like us get in, we kick the door open, and we hold it open and say, come on in. We need the rest of you guys now. Let's go. On to the arc. Okay, let let me do a couple of quick thank yous from from over on Rumble. Low Country Brooklyn says the establishment GOP collectivists anoint uniparties, propped up candidates, then they go after America and the gold. I am a secretary of a precinct. Uh, ID uh, America first voters uh, get them to become delegates and then vote at the county district and state convention. Excellent. Love it. Uh, yes. Low country Brooklyn taken over the Carolinas uh, vector. He says, sorry, I'm being cute. But at this point, I'm starting to think people are being ignorant on purpose. <clears throat> Let's be honest. Some people are ignorant on purpose. And especially after seven sustained years of constant war with the deep state. But let me remind you, as I have so many times in the past, this problem did not begin when Donald Trump walked down the escalator. It was just exposed to many people who were not aware of what's been happening in the background the entire time they've been living their comfortable life. Okay, Uh, it takes a little bit of pain for people to wake up and recognize the problems that have existed right in front of their eyes this entire time. It's a horrible thing, but we have to be honest with ourselves, okay? This is a continuation of a battle that has been taking place for a very long time. And this is why, again, it's so important for people to get into these positions of leadership so that we can continue to foster this relationship with our system. We have to be a part of that system and we have to be a part of the leadership so that we can then expand beyond it. Because you, this is why all politics is local, Jeff, because you start at the local level and those higher positions, whether it's at the state level or it's in Washington, D.C., where do you think they get that talent pool from? They get that talent pool from the local, local pe- city council, from the local, local city council, board. from the county commission. You know, people just filter all the way up until one day they're sitting in a very powerful position running a committee in Washington, D.C., and they can help to make those decisions that can either impact you in a positive way or a negative way. 
And it's an it's an incredible thing to watch. Uh, also, Brooklyn says we see this, especially when it comes to issues of education uh, like SEL or not understanding that SRT is about power, not race. Low information voters easily manipulated by the collectivist ops within the GOP. Intense. Yes. So many times these politicians on the left and the right will take these issues and they will use them to split you one way or the other. Uh, you know, it's like uh, when you see people acting on emotion, on impulse, rather than on information and understanding. This is why I always tell people to do your own research. You have to understand these things that are happening around you and not just accept the information that is being given to you because it can be so easily manipulated. And there are people out there who will use that against you. They will use your trust against you so that they can control and manipulate you based upon emotion that you feel. Uh, Lonely German says, thank you. Thank you very much. All right, so we have about eight minutes before we're going to open up the phones for the call-in portion of the show. So, Jeff, I I want to ask you now, what do we do? What are you now doing that is different from what we've seen in the past? Because, again, people need direction. We have to know where to go. Yep, absolutely. And I wanted to lay the foundation because people don't care about how we can do this until they understand the depth to it. So yep. um, very simple. Well, uh, simple in concept, but it's going to take some work. And I need help. That's why I came on the show. Um what I put together is, is I did an entire breakdown, about a 90-minute breakdown on my show uh, probably a couple weeks back. Mm-hmm. And for the state of Florida, I call it the FLAG, the Florida Legislative Accountability Group. You live in Georgia. That's the GLAG. That's a cool one. Uh, wherever, <laughs> wherever you live, just insert a different letter. But here's, here's what it is. <clears throat> it's a two-part building, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it takes two parts that we have to get in place now because (laughs) yes like congress (laughs) yes uh in in session for your state they're going to be bringing legislation forward and voting on it in the next couple months january usually for most states Mm -hmm. um and we need to get to them now so i would argue even if you don't think we can get it done whatever we get done is going to be helpful and we can push even further in 2024 session the first part of that year here's what we need Two parts. One, you have to have an infrastructure put together of who you're going to contact. All of your state house reps, all your state senators, they put their pants on one leg at a time, just like you and I. The difference Mm -hmm. between them and D.C. is they're not forged. AOC can handle somebody rolling up and heckling her. Your state house reps, they get groceries at your local grocery store. That's right. They have to see you on a regular basis. Generally, I don't know if this is across the board, but usually it's a part-time job. So they have to return back to their district and live amongst you. Mm-hmm. So I say that. Color boldly, as Boris Epstein says. Uh, color within the lines, but color boldly. What I'm trying to put together, and and I need the work, Pretty much, I need at least 49 of you because I got Florida on point. But if other people want to help me get it done sooner, even better. We need teams of people all across this country in every single state to go through, figure out who your state legislators are, the Republicans and the Democrats, to get all of their professional phone numbers, state house rep numbers, their phone numbers, their emails, 
they're again all of these i do not put their personal ones unless they occupy like their twitter account their personal one if they occupy it from a p- professional position of that office then i'll use it outside of that i try to stick as best i can to their actual uh job capacity so their phone number their email their facebook their twitter their instagram their linkedin Go through all of those mm-hmm. and put all those into a giant list. I've done that on my website, digitalsoldiernetwork.com. I did it for Florida. I need to go in and update it again. Um, if you go in, are you going to go look it up? I am. I'm pulling it up right now. That would <clears> be perfect because yeah. that'll be good for people to see what we're talking about. Um, and so underneath under, uh, resources. Yes. And it should say FL reps and sends. Uh, I've got research candidates and boot camps. Uh, just kidding. Maybe it's not that one then. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I know I built the website. It's cheesy, but it's there. Um, yeah, it should be under resources. It doesn't say FL. Oh, oh I'm reps. sorry. Florida County the, reps and centers. Okay. Yep. There we go. Oh yeah. So beautiful. When, when you click this now, mm-hmm. keep in mind, I did this last year. Yeah. So it's outdated, but click on. Whatever county you live in, click on that county. I clicked on Flagler, and it opened up into a um, a spreadsheet. So yes. So can can anybody watching this right now? Can they just go edit this information? Can they put it in no. if they know it? So they need to get permission from you and somehow be invited to uh, edit the doc. And that's for protective because mm-hmm. if anybody sense. can edit, then someone can clean house on this. No, that's so, yeah, that's obviously not what we want. No, uh, let's check out Volusia too because that's also close to. Oh, me. they got problems. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working with all these RECs right now. Volusia, Seminole County, Orange County, Flagler. You're the only one I know of up in in Flagler area. Uh, Duval County, Bay Lake, uh, Sarasota. These are all counties that have problems. Pasco, Pinellas. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's what I want the the chat to see what what's organized here and will be updated this is step one Mm -hmm. and this is a massive amount of work to put all this in first you have to go find all of those columns all that information then you have to break all of them down into the counties that they represent so some of these people show up in multiple counties because they represent multiple counties Mm -hmm. so once you've broken all that down, then we can put it to a list like this. And I don't mind doing this on my website for every single state. If if I find people that want to help me with this, we can put this together collectively. Um, so this is step one. Build this. Step two is then going to find for your state all your constitutional conservatives, the club like leaders, REC members. Mm-hmm. This is going to take some work. But once you get in there and moving... Uh, you just got to find the right person within the state who knows other people in other counties, and you can start to build it. So this will be the other list that you're going to build up, a, te- a group of people, right? Mm-hmm. So here's the vision. As you go into session, you know what bills are going to be brought forward. Then you you type up, essentially, the bullet points for the things that you want to see put in those bills. And then you have the people that are part of the, the second group the, the, you know, conservative America first type people. And you have them that are, generally they have a following. I would think they have, you know, either REC or club leaders, something where they have a bunch of people they can kick information to. So then they take, uh, they take the bullet points from whatever those bills are and they go to their county, grab that hyperlink and they send those two things out to their, their, uh, people within their county. 
So then the people in that county then have to make phone calls, get on Twitter, get on Instagram, and we just constantly light up their phones, light up their emails, send this stuff on Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is, and let them know what we the people want to see happen. Mm-hmm. If enough of us, and if you're an REC member, this is why it adds more benefit. You you have a little heavier say. You can mention I'm a precinct committeeman in this county. I work. I you know knock doors to get you elected. I want to see X Y Z done. And if they start getting enough of those calls, enough of those those uh, messages, what people don't realize. <clears throat> When you call, you actually represent upwards of a hundred people. If you show up in person, you actually represent a thousand people. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into the details of why, but that's essentially uh, your voice matters. And if enough people do that at the state level, you can now get legislation across the line that you need to see. And I made a whole argument for Democrat. I did a Colorado the other day, which is Democrat everything. Mm-hmm. There's an argument that I can make as well for how you hold those accountable. You go into the state house, state Senate, you look at what the, the breakdown is of Republicans to Democrats and you figure out what the gap needs to be. How much under are you in that, you know, that body. And then what you do is you go to Dave's redistricting and you put them all in line from the most Republican to the least Republican. And you find the sweet spot, all those Democrats in the sweet spot, they're up for potentially losing their seats and you hammer those ones. So you get the Republicans on board and you get those vulnerable Democrats. And in a Democrat run state, I believe if there's enough pressure, you can push that over the line as well. Well, especially if Democrats are threatened by potential Republican challengers, they're going to be a lot more likely to be moderates because they don't want to completely turn off all those Republican voters or those conservative leaning voters that they probably like require in order to get over the finish line. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So this is where and and that's the thing, too. And, And so I use Colorado as an example. I'm not expecting you guys to get things across the line. But I am expecting that Colorado can step up to the plate, hold these people accountable. And here's what you do. Zach just nailed it. You've now communicated with them. Anything they send back needs to be consolidated and held on to for the next election cycle. Mm-hmm. That's all proof. That's all. You told them what you wanted to see done and you hand that over to their their uh, competitor and you help that competitor get across the line. There we go. This is how we hold their feet to the fire. There's offense and defense in elections. We just finished offense. We're now on defense. Now it's time for the next however long that tenure is in each of the different races for us to step up and fight and to work together. And my goal is, I'll put it out if you guys go to digitalsoldiernetwork.com, digitalsoldiernetwork at gmail.com is my email. That's the website that you can find some of the stuff I've already put in place. Um, I can send Zach my my. It's not Linktree. Linktree nuked me because they're communist uh, about a year ago. Uh, I have a link bio. I uh, I forgot what I have. It's like Patriot Patriot links or something like that. I I I haven't seen Sounds it. Safe. In such- <laughs> yeah, it is. It, totally, it, it's totally free speech. Like they, they won't kick you off of there. It's, uh, it's, it's worthwhile having that, uh, having that as well. I, I'll figure it out and I'll get it sent over to you so you can try to get one yourself. All right. Yeah. Um, you guys, we got to take a break for the second half of the show, but we're going to be right back after this. See you in a second. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for sticking around. If you take a look at the screen, the phone number to call in, the meeting ID, and the passcode are there. I've passed out the uh, the Zoom link into the chats, and I'm about 
to drop the passcode and the meeting ID as well. But if you call in, it's 646-931-3860. You can call in without even having a smartphone and without having the Zoom application installed. But if you click the link that I sent out there, then you can get right in here. We do have one caller on the line. That's DJ Vector. He's our Australian correspondent. So he's... uh, (laughs) But uh, let me just real quick, we're going to run through Foxhole. We're going to see if there's any questions over there. Uh, Let us know early if you're going to allow stickers on your channel, please. Yes, uh, I've already turned on stickers earlier today before the show began, so I love seeing those stickers. I'm very happy that uh, our friends at the Foxhole were able to put that together. CB Joey 321 dropping a ship. Thank you. And a special happy birthday to Joey, you guys. Make sure that you let him know happy birthday over there on the Foxhole. Uh, C. Kretz dropping a fleet. Thank you very much, buddy. Appreciate that. Uh, Philly 369 Garden says happy Red Pilled Friday. Matt, 1776, one of the creators of the Foxhole. Stickers are here, brother. Have fun. Uh, Joey also said, I caught you two live together. He's obviously a fan of yours as well, Jeff. Yeah, uh, he's local. Yeah, he's a good dude. Kind of. Yeah, well, you know, we, we've we've gotten together a couple of times. We went shooting and we had lunch as well. Uh, let's see. Uh, thank you again, Joey. Matt says, sticker me harder. I <laughs> love me stickers. Sean Joe, who is also a member of the Red Pilled Army. Appreciate that, brother. Dropping a cookie. Uh, inside Gino with a can. Matt also said, everyone join the Pilled Precinct group and let's get started with this. Yes, if you're on Pilled, if you're on the Foxhole, you can join the Precinct Strategy group there and you can link up with people in your local area. If there was ever a reason to get together with Patriots locally, this is it, 100%. Uh, Chops said, I did full reads on Proposition 2 and 3 in Michigan this year. Couldn't get any engagement, still did it. That's great. Uh, Low Country Brooklyn says, follow Jeff on Truth. You can follow Jeff on uh, Truth Social, Gab, and Getter, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, at yep. DSN underscore Jeff. Brooklyn also Yeah, they kind of vary. Yeah, do they? Okay, well, you yeah, can that... search, search DSN Jeff, I would imagine, and people can yeah, find it. Yeah, that should work. All right. Uh, Brooklyn said, I am secretary of my precinct. My chair and I are gaming for the next cycle. I would love to take your course. Uh, she also said, uh, oh, yeah, drop the uh, the link to the uh, tool that we were showing over here on the screen. Uh, Lou Ann V, dropping a can. Thank you. Uh, Low Country Brooklyn, uh, digital soldier network at gmail.com to reach Jeff and to be part of that. She also dropped my Liberty links. That's what it is, Liberty nice. links. Uh, and then Nikaz808 said, Happy belated Thanksgiving. I hope everybody here had a happy Thanksgiving. And let's go ahead and bring in Vector. And Lisa, can you hear me? My blood sugar feels a little bit low. If you can bring me like a meat stick or something, I would appreciate it. I need to eat something. Uh, Vector, welcome to the program. Hello, Zach. Hello to your audience, and hello, Jeff. How are you going? Hello from Down Under here in Australia. What's going hey. on? I'm so jealous. I served 10 years in the Navy and never got to go to America Sailor's number one location. <laughs> it's the best, and you know why, bro? Because all of the American sailors have uh, beautiful, willing Australian women lining up at the dock for the uh, the the disembarking you know that's true so tennis balls with their phone number on it launching up onto the deck (laughs) yes so uh there's that i know it seems kind of crazy but like now i understand people want uh women want like they want some real patriots so there's that not that there aren't real patriots here in australia of course we have some of that big dick energy from down under (laughs) but uh we might talk about that because that's probably a little bit inappropriate for uh 
Red Pill's uh, family show. But anyway, look, there's that. Uh, anyway, look, what am I going to say to you? Guys, I, before I, I ask Jeff a question, I have to remind you, the election is today. Dan Andrews is going to get elected out of office today. This is the number one tyrannical premier here in Australia. So I just had to drop that straight up because I got banned off Twitter. So there's that. So we've got our own politics and BS going on here, Jeff. It's horrible and nasty. So I don't think. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Best performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. That the Australians are ignoring it. No, you guys are stepping up. I've seen, I, I played a video last year, I want to say, um, <clears throat> during COVID stuff. And I remember uh, making a joke. I was like, I have footage. I actually came across footage. This is crazy, but I have footage from Nazi Germany. 
It's very good quality, you know, detail-wise, but I was like, you guys are going to be blown away. And then I played, and it was like the camps that you guys have, like the little um, uh, apartment. The, quarter, thing. the wellness camps. They call yeah. wellness camps here. Well wellness camps. camps. Uh, you got to so love the euphemisms. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, one of the camps is actually called wellness camps, so there's that. You know, they're so kind and benevolent, the, uh, uh, the people here. So uh, the Australian <laughs> people are fantastic, you know. Don't worry about that. You can come to Australia. It's still fine. It's still safe. It's just what they've done to our almost perfect uh, utopia of a country, the lucky country. Uh, we just didn't have any of these issues that you were having in the States. And now that's spilling over all around the world with, you know, everything, gender fluidity, ra- uh, critical race theory. And I'm not a racist or a homophobe or anything like that, guys. So there's that. What I am is a digital soldier. I'm very focused on my mission, which is to save my country. To do that, I need help. And to get help, I need to ask our only allies, which are the United States of America. And the United States are kind of busy right now. They're getting, you know, you know what's going on. So I don't need to get into it too, too deeply. But uh, we need to help the United States. So it's America first. It's very important. So if uh, you're from my country and you're listening to this or from anywhere else around the world, we're doing this for a reason because we must save America first because if America falls, we're all proper effed. And you, you guys all know that. You know it, and I know it too. So uh, there's that. Go ahead, Jeff, Red Pill. It, go ahead, Jeff. I'm eating. <laughs> I was just saying, I, I appreciate what a that. Up. And uh, yeah, if you could go talk to the guys over at Linktree and tell them to put my account back, that'd be cool. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was a useless account. Um, I, I, I agree. And it, and it sucks. It sucks that that's the case, but you're not wrong because America, the fact, like I use this argument all the time. When you get onto a plane and they go through the whole steps in the beginning and they talk about, you know, if the plane does this and that, if it loses cabin pressure, masks come down from the, the, you know, ceiling above and they tell you, make sure you put your mask on everybody else yes, in your surrounding yes. area first, right? No. Yeah, you got to put the mask on yourself before you put the mask on other people, especially children, because you can't help other people until you've secured yourself in the first place. And that's a perfect analogy that I use hundreds of times. So, man, you're a you're a genius. You're reading my mind, my man. That's fantastic. I just steal from smart people. (laughs) Well, I'm not very smart. I just repeat people. I just repeat shit like Rain Man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. But yes, you're absolutely right. right, Jeff. Uh, there's no, and this is a, an, an argument I've used for a long time. You know, I mean, like America is spending so much of its resources funneling cash and effort into nations that are not getting uh, better objectively. I mean, like you can, you know, lots of measurements out there. It's not doing anything. And one might argue that it's not really designed to do any of the stated goals. It's designed to line the pockets of those corrupt politicians that we are trying to replace. Case in point, uh, Ukraine. Okay, how many What 90 some odd billion dollars since this whole thing kicked off? Not even that long ago. And they've already stated that it's an open checkbook. I mean, they're just going to continue to pour money into that thing. And we have no idea how much of that is going back to the Bidens, you know, how much of it went into Sam Bankman Freed's secret wallets that he's got all around the world. Probably a ton of money. Hey, this is actually uh, something that I haven't had a chance to talk about, but have you guys been following the FTX thing? I've talked about it a couple of times. There was uh, there was uh, some money that was left over at the time they filed for bankruptcy. And it was reported by a lot of mainstream outlets that that 
that money was hacked and that money was just funneled off and they had no idea where it went. And I said at the time, this sounds like an inside job. I just don't believe that coincidentally these guys got hacked and every the last of everybody's money was just taken away. Turns out it was the Bahamian government. The Bahamian government. Everything goes through there. Yeah, made well, because that's where FTX is based. So once it was once they filed for bankruptcy, uh, the Bahamian government forced Sam Bankman-Fried to take all of those leftover coins, convert it to Ethereum, and move it into a wallet that's controlled by the Bahamas. And, uh, you know, kind of a strange thing. I mean, that was illegal, first of all, but I guess they wanted to make sure that nobody else lost any money. But that money is accounted for, and it's just hanging out in a wallet that is owned by the Bahamas. Uh, and that makes the Bahamian government like... In the top 40 of Ethereum holders uh, all across the world. So hopefully that money will be used uh, to repay a small portion of the people who lost their asses in this uh, clear fraudulent scheme. Horrible stuff. Good old polyamorous stuff going on there. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is. So these people are sick. Uh, all roads lead to FTX. It's very interesting that um, this is falling down right now. Think about the timing, Red Pill and Jeff. It's oh, yeah. super, you know, fascinating that this is happening. I'm a bit of a crypto enthusiast. I'm a former financial planner. I'm not licensed anymore, so not financial advice, guys. But, uh, yeah, I'm expecting uh, things to get even worse. I'm thinking that this is uh, an excuse, a false flag for them to not only steal money, but now to crack down on crypto and uh, just as they're ushering in their central bank digital currencies. What do you think, Red Pill? Oh, I think you're absolutely right. Sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> this is something they want to do. Also, Chase and a number of other traditional banks are just about to open up their own crypto exchanges. And of course, they want a central bank digital currency that is controlled by the banking elite system that's already in place. Because then they'll be able to control all of the money. How much easier would it be if they don't even have to print it? They don't even have to pretend to print it now. They can just write it down in their balance sheets and then they can use that and it's controlled by the government. There we go. Crypto is owned by the government and it's a no-brainer. And Zach, they're going to use XRP as well as a bridge currency. Did you see that the SEC is probably going to settle with XRP? I don't know if that's a show. Gary Gensler, the the head of the SEC and all his connections with uh the whole FTX stuff and uh, his relatives and mm-hmm. and uh, Bankman Freed. This thing is so deep, it's unbelievable. So uh, Ameri- uh, Bank of America said that they're going to uh, hook up with Ripple Labs to do uh, on-demand liquidity if you know anything about the crypto market or XRP or anything like that. So I think that they're going to they they're going to moon XRP. I, I'm not saying this is going to happen. This is my opinion. I'm a, I'm entitled to it. It's not financial advice, please, for F's sake. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, this is what I think is going to happen. I think they're going to blame Bitcoin, which is very, very free. And all the Bitcoin maxis, I don't like, you know, this is another story, but that's just internal crypto politics. It's like the Patriot movement. There's like all sorts of division. At the end of the day, they can't control Bitcoin. They're going to blame Bitcoin because it's environmentally unfriendly and it's destroying the planet and all the rest of it. Uh, <laughs> he's, he, you know what I mean? It, this is what's going to happen. Heaps of the mining is concentrated in uh, China. Now, Texas and places in America are trying to take back the, the mining control. So this is a very interesting turn on what's going on with Bitcoin. Do you know much about crypto, Jeff? Can you give me an opinion? No, it's funny. And this is the one topic <clears throat> that uh, so many people in my life have um, wanted to talk about. And I just, when when crypto first came out, and I share this a lot, 
when crypto first came out, being a former Intel guy, I just didn't mess with it because I saw how much the terrorists were using it to launder money from one, you know, these medical devices to this hospital. And then that hospital ends up uh, selling something else. And it just kind of trickles down and the whole follow the money thing for me. So I've always just stayed away from it. That and the whole one world um, monetary system kind of freaked me out. I'm not against it as a crypto guy. Like I like the idea of it. I just, my argument is if it's digital, that means that there's a program. And if there's a program, the rules are written somewhere. And I get it that it's splintered and separated and all this stuff. But my argument would be is it's out the rules. It's it's computer program. So there's binary somewhere. Somewhere the rules are written. And it just takes... But it's all, it's all math, finding. Jeff. This is the thing. It's all math and it can't be broken if it's like pr- proper proof of work. Uh, I think that that's important when you really understand how crypto works and that sort of stuff. I Which think is fair because I'll understand. Yeah, yeah I'll be the yeah, first to say it? I'm that is a topic I'm ignorant on. I'll talk surface level, but like I'm not the guy to go to on that topic. <laughs> it's all digital now, bro. It's all digital now. They're they're just doing that. The CBDCs, these central bank digital currencies, are essentially programmable money that they can put an expiry date on. They can say you can only buy these things. You can you can't buy train tickets. Like Your social credit score isn't exactly right. So this is what they're trying to do now. Klaus Schwab and uh, all these lovely, lovely people that we all you know we enjoy their company on on air all the time. You know they are trying to kill us and they're trying to enslave us in a technotronic prison. Everyone knows this. I've been trying to say this for a long time because I understood it, having a finance background and a crypto background and in the Q movement now. It's all coming together. It's coalescing. We look much less crazy and people are really paying attention to what they, what we're saying. So we must be very careful about how we present all the information and make sure that Truth. we dot all the I's and cross all the T's, ladies and gents. Go ahead, sir. No, you're absolutely right. And uh, it's all the more reason for us to maintain an air of legitimacy. We, we have to be level-headed. We have to be analytical. We have to be logical about this stuff. And we need a plan. You know, we need an, a, a way to formulate the best possible route to get the end result that we want. And again, that's why I invited Jeff here. Listen, Vector, we got to take another call, buddy, but I, I want to let you know how much I love you and uh, make sure everybody is following too, Vector, bro. following Vector on Rumble. And Thank uh, you, Jeff. are you on Truth Social yet? Have you been able to work that out? No, we. I'm just not allowed on there, bro. But I just wanted to say, look, I'm 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 not broadcasting at the moment. I'm probably I'll probably do a stream, play some music, all that kind of stuff. I'm doing a lot of graphic design work, making video special effects, putting a whole heap of Gematria deco together for hey. latest Truth Social. Because this is the thing, I'm the number fag guy. Uh, guy, you need to go and check out Vector One One Seven, the codes and decodes page for an education esoterically on the comms. Uh, I've been doing this since the beginning for seven years. So um, uh, what I'm doing now is putting together the Gematria Decade for Trump's latest thing. And I think I can't remember what it was called, uh, but like uh, I'll put it in the in the chat. I'll put a little video in there and um, we can analyze everything. And I'm starting to go back into the Q movement, the esoterics, the stuff that I know best because that's my my cup of tea, not just being crazy online and getting mm-hmm. drunk and, and talking shit, frankly. Um, listen, that's Zach, I love you. I thank you, Zach. Uh, Jeff, it's a pleasure to meet you. I hope I get to interview you sometime. Uh, I, I love all of your audience and I've got to say goodbye because I'll probably talk for too long. So thank you very much. <laughs> all right, brother. Have a great Aussie. night. Be safe. He wants to make us hide in fear in our basements. Bye. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Oh, he's great. 
he's a lot of fun. Okay, uh, bringing oh, not so Sean and on. This is uh, another mutual friend. I'm certain, <laughs> Sean. I'm glad that you're here. Uh, I thought that this might be right up your alley, and you might already be aware of Jeff. Wicked Mena, <laughs> my fellow Mena. Yeah, we just talked the other day. Good, good. What's going on, man? You look great. Oh, thanks. Jeez, I just had both going on at the same time from the oh. stream and now this. <laughs> I could tell. Am I coming right after Vector? You are coming right after Vector, yeah. Okay, right on. Hey, speaking of locals, what's up, brother? Man, good to see you again. Long time no see. I know it. I sent you some DMs over on Foxhole. Oh, of course. I'm already yeah. mapping out Maine, Maine for you. Right, we well, got to get rid of Austin Powers. <laughs> <sighs> See, I wanted to give you shit because you're doing all the work for everybody, right? Oh, I'm trying to you're, teach you're, people. You're like flexing over here, you know? <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, round of applause. Um, good job, man. And it, you mentioned that before. Everybody was coming to you before and, and, and you know, asking you about, about their own local districts and who they should vote for, right? And it just... It, it had me thinking, yeah, it's like, holy shit, I don't even know my own, really. Uh, I'm guilty of this. Um, and you made so many great points. And also, we talked about this. We had a lot to talk about last time, didn't we? Oh, I had a few white claw that night. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We had so much more we wanted to talk about, but it was 4 o'clock in the morning, and I was like, yeah, I go to bed, dude. It was um, 6, bro. <laughs> it was 6 o'clock. I thought, maybe, yeah. maybe that was J-Bell's show. I don't know. It's been a long week. Wow. She keeps telling me, like, and other people within the chat are like, you got to jump on Foxhole. Like, so-and-so's live. I'm like, all right, I'll jump in. And I'm like... <laughs> yeah. Shout out to J-Bell, by the way. <laughs> Shout out to Red Pill, too. What's up, brother? Good to see you, man. Always a pleasure. Love to have yeah. you here. Yeah. Um, here's another thing, man. I- I've always... It's kind of been a... <sighs> motto of mine it's it can be used in many areas uh i also use it to spot out controlled op anyone presenting problems and never following up with solutions i would argue are not interested in solutions i totally agree yeah yeah it's so easy to rage bait it's so easy to get people riled up and keep them coming back for that fresh meat but you have to give people a reason to continue on, okay. This is not Sorry. this is not the destination, guys. This is just a stop along this way in this journey. Yeah, I love this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys know the tagline to my show? It's okay if you don't. We have a lot of shows. No, nope. go ahead. My tagline is giving you the tools to join the fight. There you go. <sighs> That's the truth, man. That's what <laughs> we need. Truth. Yeah, and it's I, and it's a great way to also find out again controlled opposition mm-hmm. because if you're constantly just presenting the problems. Then and you're not present a following up with a solution. Then if you're not, then you're not interested in solution. Then what are you interested in? Destruction. Yeah. What are you destroying? This beautiful movement and what we ultimately want all in the same, uh, you know, like minded want for an outcome, and that is for a better America for our children, for their children, and Amen. so on and so forth. It's a selfless act as well, right? Mm-hmm. But also, here's another argument for people with the black-pilled. This is what I always say, too. I argue black-pilled. I know you guys weren't really talking about this, but black-pilled, I would argue, that encourages complacency. 
Mm-hmm. And it also encourages if if gonna if it's going to encourage protest, it's not gonna be civil. That's not gonna be a civil protest you're encouraging. You're encouraging encouraging violent oh, yeah. protest. There's so a that's lot of, what there's Black a lot Bill of Fed does. posting going on right now. A I lot see it all the time. This. You know, it's yep. like, you know, all of a sudden somebody shows up and oh, you know, Oh, haven't you had enough? You got to get out there and, you know, take drag these people from their homes. OK. All right. No. So so, you know, that that's the absolute no, last last no. resort, last thing should we should be talking about, because we know that the powers that be, the authority figures are going to come out in overwhelming force and give us a really, really bad day. There yeah. are so many things you can be doing before you get to that worst possible scenario. And those people mm-hmm. in the chat saying that, you know, give me one tangible bit of evidence that you have done any of those things before you come into the chat and start telling people to just go pitchforks and 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 uh, and fire in the streets. Yeah, you know? no, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. And and I want to go back to something you said, Sean. Uh a year and a half ago, so May of 2021, yeah, last year, May 2021, <clears throat> is when I got sworn in as a precinct committeeman. I did not know any of those positions in my county. I didn't know any of them. I literally, I one of my mentors is our former state committee woman, and I. the only reason I know that I voted for her is because I found the slate card that I know I used to vote. Outside of that, no idea. I didn't know. I knew sheriff. I knew governor. I don't think that race was governor when I voted for that. So I knew sheriff, Trump, and a couple other people. That was it. I didn't know any of this stuff. Yeah. So uh, I, I to go back to what you said, we're all at different points. I'm just super curious and don't trust most people. So I have to go find the information myself. But mm-hmm. I also have to shape it in a way that I I can conceptually uh, retain the information. So because of that, I, my curve just is a lot steeper than others. But it mm. doesn't. There's nothing special about anything that I've done. I just researched and and dug in and I try to source everything that I put out. Um, and the other thing I'll say too. <clears throat> This cannot be about any of us. <clears throat> Everything no. that I just, uh, like what we just talked about, what I've put into place, the only reason I'm here is because it hasn't been done yet. That's it. I'm not special. My chat hears me say this all the time. <laughs> Most of you guys, this might be the first time you've ever heard from me. You don't know me. Don't trust me. Vet everything. Look into everything that I just said. Yeah. Everything. Because yeah. here, here's my goal. My goal is to create systems. It's to create systems. Why? Because then I'm no longer the weak point. Mm -hmm. I have my hands in so many things right now, I can't accomplish everything. So that's why I came to Red Pill so that I can find, and I already got, Casey, I got your email. Uh, To anybody else, I'm dead serious. We're going to be working on that with Sean here soon up in Maine. Uh, We're going to be pulling on. I I put a challenge out on Sean's show Mm -hmm. that all... I think that all the all of streamers on Foxhole should become precinct committee men and women. Mm-hmm. We're the leaders. Let us, there's about 130, 150 yes. you know people on there. We should be leading from the front. You want to you want to blow Foxhole wide open and bring more people to it. Let's set a, a mark for how many of us are actually getting involved, but not just talking about things, doing them. You'll learn at a, at a deeper deeper level, and we'll come up with solutions. I use the example a lot of you know going into COVID. We have 50 individual countries here in America. Mm -hmm. 
we should have had our governors and our top medical person. I always forget what that position is. Uh, Latipo is that <laughs> position here. But what sh- I think should have happened is every single week, at a minimum, all the governors and all those top medical people from every single state should have been on a conference call. What's working? What's not? Now, we know why they didn't want to fix the problem. But mm-hmm. in theory... We should be able to outpace all of our issues because those grouping of people should be coming together to figure out what's working, what's not. Take that to the precinct side of things. If we're doing that as as on Foxhole and we have these interview conversations, Hillsborough, what did you guys just do? Let me break it down for you. Let mm-hmm. me show you what we did. Now, not everything's working well. But guess what? When I can teach that to a number of counties and they implement it, they're <clears throat> going to learn how to do certain things faster that we didn't think of. And now iron sharpens iron, so a brother sharpens a brother. Mm-hmm. We now move fa- forward faster. And accountability. Accountability. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> Period. Hey, what's the waiting list? You got people in the waiting list? I do. I, yeah, I got some some people in the queue, yes. Okay, I'll leave it at this. I, and it, dude, seriously, that's a total freedom boner move right there. <laughs> oh. Full accountability, bro. I love oh, it. Oh, I love it. Great. Hold our proverbial fucking feet to the flames. There you go. Um, and and Red Pill, you were the first person to answer my last question the uh the other night, the other day, um, correctly when I asked, who do we have to blame when we lose the midterms, when we lose these elections, when we lose, lose. Who do we have to blame? Yeah, it's true. Nobody wants to take <clears throat> accountability. It's so much easier to blame somebody else, to look outside of yourself. But you it, can you really look in the mirror and say, I know that I did everything that I possibly could? You know, only you know. Yeah, yeah, only this time. Yeah, exactly. Only you know what your capacity is. Only you know what your skill set is. Only you know how much time you can truly devote to this stuff. Okay? And you should be able to. To look yourself in the mirror and say, I know I did everything possible. Every single thing that I possibly could. And if you haven't, that's okay. There's always a next time. All right? America will survive. It will get difficult. It will be uncomfortable. But I think we need that discomfort so that we can recognize that we have to do more. We must continue to soldier on. Because if it's not us, it'll be somebody after us. And you got to inspire the other people around you because it's only about you. What can you do? And it's all because of God. Don't get me twisted. All right. We are here living God's plan, but we have the free will to determine what we can do in our own lives. And you got to start in your community. Hey, man. It's got to sting. It's got a sting. Don't yeah. forget David Dinkins, New York. It did. It wasn't good enough the first time when they had skyrocketing homicide rates. So they had to vote him in again, which got even higher. Then they learned and wrote it in Giuliani. Much love, brother. You guys, the they best. did the same thing with uh, with uh, what's his name, Marion Barry. Marion <laughs> Barry. That's right. <laughs> All right, brother. I love you so much, Sean. It's good to see you. Love you too, guys. Take care. Right. Talk to you soon. All right, and you guys, oh, we got a real treat. We got a real treat. We've got <laughs> Uranium One whistleblower, Nate Kane, coming in hot as a pepper. Nate, we're waiting for your audio to connect, and there you go. You are live on the... Oh, yeah, make sure you mute that stream. Love you guys. Take care. There we go. Nate, it's so good to see you, buddy, and I'm so glad you called in. Hey, man, how's it going? Excellent. This has been a great show. I, I've actually been uh, really enjoying uh, hearing about the the ground game strategy, um, you know that, uh, that you guys have been talking about tonight. So good. Uh, it's very interesting stuff. 
<laughs> so, cool. uh, so Nate, I got a book over here. Go ahead. It's uh, Fallout. I learned an awful lot of uh, from John Solomon. I, I learned an awful lot about what all you guys uncovered. So well done. I don't. I don't know. I know your name. I'm not. I don't know that I know your story specifically, but uh, I know that story overall. So if you were part of the exposing Uranium One, uh, I appreciate yeah. your hard work and willing to put your ass on the line. <laughs> yeah. Did he ever? I, uh, I so- yeah, it, it it was a it was a very uh, interesting time in my life. Uh, I just passed the the five year mark um, from when uh, uh, when I blew the whistle, and uh, so that's that's been kind of a, a celebration point because um, you know if they were going to indict me, it would you know they had five years to do it, and so it's kind of past that now. And um, you know they had nothing to get me on anyway, so I mean I did everything by the book, but uh, uh, but you know I I don't want to take up, take up this time talking about that story. Um, I, I'm really excited, uh, uh, to hear about what you're doing. Uh, you know, it's, it's guys like you, uh, that are going to help us take back this country. The, the reality is, is that everything that, that we think we know about politics and about how elections are run is wrong. And, and it's, it is all about the ground game and it's all about grassroots and it's about getting to know these people you know, I, I go out there and, and I talk to people all the time and I have people tell me all the time, you know, I just don't, I don't have any hope. Uh, you know, what's the point of voting? Uh, you know, and, and they, they, they go down this diatribe of all these reasons of why they have no hope. Well, you know, I, I was looking at, um, you, you had mentioned, um, a, a website. Um, I think it was uh, Dave's redistricting. Um, yeah, I, I just discovered that site and I was looking at it and I was Moneyball. <laughs> yes, I was taking a uh, taking a look at at like in, in my state of West Virginia, and <clears throat> I live very close to a, a big you know big town called uh, Martinsburg. And I say big town, but I mean it's like it's like twenty seven thousand people or something like that. And out of those twenty seven thousand people, there's like three thousand people that are voting. And when I say twenty seven thousand, those are twenty seven thousand people who are age eligible to vote, mm-hmm. but only like three thousand people are voting. I mean, what is going on here? And so imagine what would happen if we just had a, a get out the vote drive in a place like that, where the majority of people here are conservative. I mean, it would have it would have enormous, you know, uh, uh, you know, stakes. But it but what happens is that the exact opposite is true. Also, for when people don't pay attention to those numbers and they're not paying attention to what's going on. And eventually, before you know it, you have complete apathy and people aren't voting. And then, you know, you just start having people moving in. You know, it. You know, start moving in from out of town or whatever. You know, we're we're very close uh, here in Berkeley County, West Virginia. We're very close to Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. and we've had to fend off, you know, the 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 the, uh, the left wing liberals moving into our town. You know, we we end up having to fight them off and and uh, you know hopefully uh, you know encourage them to leave. You know, and uh, so it is. It has been it has been a fight. You know, to keep that. Uh, you know, to keep keep this place red. Although Trump did a lot to turn the state red. And so it, it, it's just fascinating to, to look at though, and try to understand. I've always been very fascinated with numbers and, um, Same. but, but I, I have, um, uh, you know, I, I'm going to go ahead and drop a bomb tonight. Are you doing <laughs> so, it? <laughs> I'm going to do it, man. I'm going to do it. All right. I hope so, everybody uh, out there is listening. Take a listen. All right. All right. So, um, I, I was going to wait till December 1st, but, um, uh, but and, and for some people that they won't know until then, but I'm going to run for Congress in 2024. Woo! 
<laughs> and, uh, Breaking so, news: man. Nate Kane, yeah, so congressional this, this is the candidate, first place. First place. I, I've, I've dropped that news, and uh-huh. um, I'm honored. But uh, I, I have been working uh, tirelessly in, in you know, putting in the, the midnight oil, um, writing my bio and and writing my position papers, and, and really identifying you know the things that are important to me. And and the fact is, is that. Um, I've been looking into this issue. And so that, that's where I, I discovered this uh, redist- the Dave's redistricting webpage. And what, what fascinates me is, is I'm learning so much about West Virginia and about, um, you know, what is going on in the state. And so when you look at, like, uh, for example, just some demographics, um, you know, West Virginia, uh, we have 10% of our voters, or I should say 10, 10% of our, our population, I should say, uh, are veterans. You know, who who is talking to these guys? Who's going out and meeting them? Who is reaching out to them and ensuring that their needs are met and ensuring that their interests are looked after? Um, you've got a ton of people, you know, in the state that that I think are struggling with, you know, with jobs and struggling with just, you know, being able to, you know, make ends meet. And we've got incredible resources in the state, like nothing I've ever seen that are untapped. We have you know massive amounts of natural gas and oil. And of course, coal. And it's it's the the kind of coal that we have here is like the top, you know, uh, uh, top tier coal that's used mm-hmm. in all kinds of, you know, manufacturing. And and I, I was standing, um, you know, I, I was when I was looking at 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 trying to understand the needs and, and the issues that are going on with with West Virginia, and and coal kind of came to mind. Um, you know, all of this talk that that uh, we see happening within the the Biden administration wanted to shut down. Um, you know, basically carbon emissions in the U.S. All, meanwhile, they have no problem with China, you know, having uh, unregulated uh, carbon emissions, that, you know, that are going, you know, you know, out the door. Mm-hmm. And um, and and so I I was struck by something where I live. The the CSX uh, railroad goes cuts right through the middle of my property. I got nine acres and I have a railroad that splits it in half. And every day there's trains going by. And the last like two days in a row, there's been massive long trains just loaded full of coal. And I, I can't help but wonder, where's all this coal going? Well, they're probably you know, sending it to Ukraine and to China. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, I started researching and looking into it. It's being sent overseas to China. Yep. So, you know, so that, you know, uh, and I don't blame them because, you know, they've got to sell this coal somewhere to keep these jobs alive and keep these mines open. But why aren't we building manufacturing plants right here right. in the United States that can use that coal, you know, to manufacture things and to generate energy? You know, they, they're clean coal energy burning plants are a really they they truly are a real thing. They're not it's not fantasy. Mm-hmm. And so so there's no excuse, you know, for for what is happening with our energy policy, you know, here in the U.S. But here I'm getting on my soapbox. So, well, and just but, think about uh, how many I, jobs that would create, too. You know, I mean, like, yeah, we, we have a yeah. we have a huge problem. So these politicians have taken our our business, our industry, our jobs, and they have exported them across the ocean that's to right, whatever right. number of countries you can possibly imagine. And then while that's happening, you know, somebody's making money off of that. But the people That's who right. lose their jobs, the people in these communities who are suffering, they're absolutely left in the dust. OK, and in some place yeah. like West Virginia, that's where they basically kicked off the opioid crisis. And look, at, like, yeah. think about think yeah, about those bad, companies. Or... You know, they, they might have had to pay a couple of billion dollars. But think about the total cost 
of what has been done to this country. I mean, not only in terms of money, but in social issues, uh, you know, just across the board. The cost is incalculable. And these people have gotten off. And we have to, as we Jeff and I were saying at the beginning of the show, you have to support America if you expect America to be there for the rest of the world. That, that's right. You know, there, you, you mentioned something that, that kind of struck a nerve with me. Um, one of the things that has bothered me forever is when we look at Congress and we say, hey, you know, we need to see these things mm-hmm. change in Congress. Like, you know, the fact that 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 Congress are allowed to have to uh, inside, you know, do insider okay. trading. Yeah, they can get away with it. How is that even legal? OK, um, the fact that they don't have term limits, you know, they can just stay in there forever. Uh, you know, the fact that they're able to to uh, meet with lobbyists behind closed doors. You know, um, I, I've never run for federal election before, but I, I was a city councilman uh, for for one term uh, in Waynesboro, Pennsylvania. And when I was there, you know, they had a rule that you could not meet with any business without notifying the press so that the press could be there. Oh, wow. And I always admired that rule. And I thought, wow, what a great rule. How can we don't have this in Congress? And. You know, going in there, um, let, let's presume that I make it into office, okay? I will be one voice out of, what is it, 435, okay? Yeah. That, that's not enough power to change that. But you know what I can do? I can lead by example. So I'm going to pledge several things. And one of those things is I am going to divest myself of all of my stocks, my bonds, my cryptocurrency, all of it, it's gone. I'm going to sell it all. And then I, if I want to get back into that game afterwards, I can get back to the game. I'll, I'll maintain like my, you know, my TSP retirement, you know, which is a managed, uh, you know, fund. But, but other than that, you know, I'm not going to do any trading. I'm not going to do any buying of stock, none of that stuff while I'm in office, because I want to be able to live above reproach. I want to be able to, to, um, you know, set an example. And not only that, but when, when I'm doing that and I'm not allowing any of that kind of thing, and I'm also going to make a pledge that I'm not going to meet with a lobbyist unless they're willing to be recorded. And that recording gets put online for my, you know, for my constituents to listen to. That's great. So, so, you know, you think about that, right? If I hold myself to the standards that I expect Congress to hold themselves to, then that gives me all the ability to virtue signal every time I'm up. <laughs> and I don't like that term, but I will use it in this case. I will virtue signal in order to put political pressure on all these other congressmen to follow suit. You know, it only takes, you know, one or two people to do the right thing. And for everybody else to go, hey, if, if this congressman's willing to do this, why aren't you all willing to do that? Right. Why aren't you all willing, you know, and, and I'm not saying that, you know, some people probably have a lot more to lose by divesting themselves, you know, from everything. But there are other things that you can do. You could put your stuff into a blind trust you know, right. or, or something like that to where it is not impacting your voting decisions. You know, and, and lobbyists, I don't have a problem talking to lobbyists. I just have a problem talking to lobbyists in private and, and having secret meetings. That should never be allowed. You know, you think about like FOIA, okay, the Freedom of Information Act. You can FOIA the, the, you know, the, the uh, executive branch all day long, and you can FOIA the judicial branch, but you cannot FOIA the legislative branch. So interesting, mm-hmm. you know, it's that, it's that old, uh, you know, that old saying, uh, um, you know, uh, rules for thee, but not for me, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so Congress is perfectly fine with you being able to FOIA and keep tabs on what's going on, you know, with the executive branch, but they don't want it being done to them. 
Well, I intend on FOIAing myself, you know, basically making everything transparent and available to my constituents, you know, you know, that I, in, in terms of these conversations, the only thing that I will keep secret, you know, will be uh, the, the meetings that I intend to have with whistleblowers, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and the, uh, you know, things that relate to national security, which don't belong, you know, in the public realm. Sure. Um, and, and maybe my campaign strategy, because that's the only, that's the sucky part, right? <laughs> I, I was like, I never wanted to do this because once you, you go into this, this, this world of, uh, specifically with, with the, 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 uh, uh, the house of representatives, you know, it's a two year term. So you do, you know, your two years and, and, and I'm starting now because it takes two years to build the, uh, the infrastructure, the ground game, um, you know, the, the, uh, volunteer network the donor base especially if you're going to do it without taking dark money which i'm not going to do nice um you know it it, it it's going to be a really difficult thing to do but I've, I've had some opportunities to sit down and talk to people um and and just you know individual business owners and and some people at at uh my my in-laws church and what i'm finding is that overwhelmingly people are excited when i talk to them about running and, and why they're excited is it's not, you know, most of these people don't even know my story. Like I'm not talking to people who know me. I'm talking to people who don't know me, but when I talk to them about, you know, about the, the, in, the level of integrity that I expect of congressmen and I'm going to lead by example, that begins to excite people. Absolutely. Because every politician that they're used to seeing comes out there and they say the same old, same old, you know, they, they talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. So anyhow, I, I'm really excited uh, and, and I, I would love to, you know, to, uh, uh, you know, to, to talk to you more about, you know, this kind of thing and, and specifically, you know, off offline, you know, maybe even get some advice on uh, on uh, some suggestions for, you know, for developing this this ground game. You know, West Virginia is a, a, a we call it, it's a mountain state. Right. Um, and freedom is so important here to the people. It's in our motto. Uh, you know, mountaineers, you know, live all, always live free. We, we believe in freedom. That's why I moved here. I moved here because I didn't want somebody telling me, you know, how I, I how I, I, I had to live or how, uh, how many guns I could own and, you know, or where I could take them. You know, I wanted complete and utter freedom, you know, to the maximum amount, you know, possible. And, and that's, what's so great about this state, but I definitely, um, it, it is going to be a challenge without a doubt. So I'm asking people to pray for me. Uh, I'm asking for, you know, if any of your listeners are from the second district of West Virginia, um, you know, then get in touch with Zach and Zach will put you in touch with me or, or um, I'm going to come on and and talk with Zach more once I get my, my webpage up. Um, But, you know, we will be looking for, you know, for people who are going to volunteer and and help us get out, you know, get out the vote and, and do a, a, um, you know, a, a voter registration drive, you know, to, to drive up, you know, get people excited and get people voting uh, in the state. So I love um, it. Definitely going to be, yeah, it's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be an exciting year, year and a half. I've got 18 months until the, till the primary (laughs) election. And in this state, it it is solid red. This this is MAGA country up here. This is totally Trump country. And, uh, so what's going to matter is going to matter, um, is the, the primary election, uh, the general election, uh, as long as the candidate is, you know, halfway decent, they're going to win, uh, because the values here are conservative values. So, Oh, that's awesome. Well, 
I will say, first off, congratulations. I say it all the time. Whenever I uh, speak with candidates, it's a lot. It's a lot for your family. It's a lot of yeah, mental it's- work. It's it's a lot of stuff. Like, I, I saw the interview that uh, uh, Zach did with JR, and, and he's on the fence. And as so many candidates I've spoken to uh, in this election, they are exhausted. And I know because I knocked yeah. uh, 1,500 doors myself, mm-hmm. and I only did Saturdays. Yeah. So... I would say tremendous respect uh, for stepping up and, and to fight. And I hope that you do find a good team. Uh, I would love to uh, just give my thoughts. And I, I'm not a political analyst. I'm just a data guy that sees patterns and trends. Um, yeah. I would say take it with a grain of salt. But at the same time, I mean, I, I do have an eye for some of this stuff now. I didn't realize that. I wouldn't have guessed that before. But I would also like to interview you as well. Um, I've done... Yeah, absolutely. Un- Tons of um, congressional, state house, all the way down to uh, a township, uh, mm-hmm. t- kind of not a city councilman, but a, a township person, <laughs> whatever those fall under. Um, I think it's important. And I love to learn people's story and, and give them, you know, an hour long interview of just who are you? What is it you're, you know, what's your background? What are you running for? Why do you think that you're the most qualified and how can people help you? Um, well, I'll, I'll- I'll, t- I'll tell you a funny, a funny little story about that. So I had literally had no intentions of running and, uh, yeah, I, I just, you know, never I've been, do. Yeah, I've so, been through so much, well, you know, I've been through so much crap, you know, with, with the whole whistleblowing thing and, and it's, it's put my family through a lot, you know, and, and I, I didn't want to do that again. And, um, and not to mention, it's just like, it, it's, it's, you know, Washington DC is so swampy, <laughs> you know, I feel like, there's no way you, you go into that uh, and, 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 co- you know, it's like if you go in there wearing, you know, white linen robes, you're going to come out, you know, covered in muck. And, and I just, so that, that's what the main reason actually I'm, I, I decided to, to make all these pledges about running a clean and ethical campaign um, is that I, I don't want to come out of this tainted, you know, I want to come out of this with my integrity and I, and I do intend on term limiting myself. Um, you know, I don't believe that a, a congressman has any business being in there for more than eight years. Um, I, I don't know if I'll even make it that long. But if I do, you know, at eight years, I'm not, you know, that's done, you know, and, and I let somebody else, you know, and hopefully, hopefully long before I get out, I'll be, you know, looking for people that I can endorse and people that I think are, are good, you know, people of good character that will fight for the state and fight for our freedoms in this country. Um, your relief. That's right. That's right. But what I did. um what happened, what caused me to, to, to jump into this race was uh, I, every morning, my family, uh, my, my son and my daughter, my wife and I, and, and my, my mother and father-in-law, who they, they live here at my house, we all get together in the morning and we pray. And one morning we were praying, and this was about maybe about a week and a half ago. So it wasn't even that long ago. Um, but we were praying one morning and, and this was, you know, of course, after the election. And, and I think a lot of people were disappointed with some of the results of of things that happened and some of the shenanigans that seemed to, you know, continually persisted. And, and I prayed uh, a simple prayer. I just said, God, I pray that you would raise up righteous men and women of God to run Mm -hmm. for office and, um, you know, be careful what you pray for, because (laughs) I I heard a still small voice in my head that said, what about you? You. And I was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. No, no, no. Other people got (laughs) that. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And so, so, so I, I, 
you know, of course I'm running through my head. I'm like, well, you know, Lord, I can't, I can't run for Senate. I can't run for governor because I haven't lived here long enough. I can't run for lower office because I can't afford the pay cuts, you know? And, and, uh, and I, you know, even Congress would be a pay cut, but it's like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, we just had somebody that just, just, uh, ran and won a 77%. I'm not going to run against an incumbent, uh, you know, unless the guy is doing a terrible job, I just don't feel like attacking, you know, a, a Republican that's already in there. And, and so I said, I said, but I'll tell you what, Lord, I'll make you a deal. If you, if you create a path, path. you open up, a, if you open up a door, I, I will run. And two days later, um, Alex Mooney, you know, uh, made a, a public announcement that he was going to run in 2024 for Senator Manchin's seat. And so it, it meant that, you know, Good. that it was open. I'm like, oh, great. Thanks a lot, God, for calling me on this. So, so, uh, so I, you know, I, I spent the next few days, you know, just kind of confirming that and praying, uh, asking for confirmation. And, you know, and I don't know if I'll win. Um, you know, I, I hope I do. I, I don't want to go into this. Uh, I think every candidate, I, I would hope, would, would go into it with the expectation they're going to win. I certainly have that expectation. And, and I, I have some tough competition. Um, you know, the, the shortly after that, uh, after Mooney made his announcement, um, you know, uh, the, the state treasurer, uh, Riley Moore, uh, decided, uh, you know, to put his hat in the ring. And I think that decision was probably made several years ago. And this has been in the works for him. He's got quite the political machine behind him. Uh, I don't have a political machine behind me. I don't have, uh, you know, any political dynasty in my family. I, I don't have, you know, major, you know, uh, donors and, and things like that. And so it's imperative for me, uh, in order to win this race, it's, it's one, it's going to take God without a doubt. Uh, and it's going to take a lot of hard work. And I had to, you know, I contacted my pastor and I told my pastor, Hey, you know, I'm going to have to step down from being a worship leader at our church because every weekend, you know, cause I got to keep my job, you know, while I'm going through this, just, yeah. just to be able to make ends meet. And I said, but, um, you know, every Every weekend, I've got to spend traveling to, you know, all over the state of West Virginia. And if anybody's ever looked at West Virginia, you know, on a, on a topographical map, it is like mountain range after mountain range after mountain range, you mm-hmm. know, through a large portion of the state. And, and it's liter- literally like one hauler after another. That's what we call it. You know, it's like basically <laughs> these like, you know, these little areas where you don't get any cell phone signal, you know, it, it, they're, you know, it's just I'm going to be going from like small hauler to one to another. And I, I, uh, I'm going to call it, you know, my, it's going to be my, uh, my church's bars and barns, you know, campaign. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be going into every church, uh, you know, every, you know, VFW, AMVETS, uh, you know, uh, type of bar and, and, you know, and, and barns and granges and things like that and community centers and these places where people, it, you have to use a watering hole approach here because the land, you know, people are so spread out. There's like maybe five major cities. Mm-hmm. you know, in, in West Virginia, you know, and, and then the rest, and, and I'm talking about in my district, the rest of it is rural. And so you got to go to the places where people come to, to gather and, you know, and that's, that's where you, you're going to have the most impact. So, yeah, so I would definitely be, um, you know, uh, would be very, very uh, grateful for, for advice from, you know, from anybody um, that's done this kind of thing before successfully. And, um, you know, and and there's a lot of tools that I'm still learning about. 
So, Nate, I will put you guys in touch uh, after the show, okay. and uh, and you guys can Great. link up. But listen, we got to take the final caller of the night because it's almost time to close out the show. But thank you so much for uh, uh, coming on and announcing your run for Congress tonight. I really appreciate that. What, what is it? Uh, you said West Virginia's second district? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right, cool. Well, we'll keep an eye out. Like you said, you're coming back on the show here soon. We'll do a whole a whole podcast on it, and we'll get everybody your uh, your website and, and all that good stuff, and, and hopefully we get you tons of support. Great. Thank you very much, Zach. All right, brother. I love you. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Yep. Peace. All right, and the final caller of the night, it is Matt1776. Hey! Matt. <laughs> Go yeah, ahead. Busy un- day. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and unmute, Matt, and uh, thanks for your patience, buddy. I'm glad you uh, you're here. Stickers. Yeah. <laughs> What's Welcome. up, dudes? <laughs> Hello, Matt. <laughs> How's it going, man? Uh, I've seen. Yeah, that was cool meeting you. I, I don't think we've got a chance to sync up yet, face to face. No, stream we've chatted a time or two, usually in chat or uh, via messages. But I, I appreciate y'all. I know. Uh, I know Foxhole is a forever growing and it's uh it's cool seeing just over the last year how much like it's it's funny some people want to dog it but you look in how many Zach when was the last time you had a spinning circle Oh no I haven't for a long time I mean you know, no. here's this is the thing this is a, we don't uh, have to worry about getting canceled Yeah yeah you don't have to worry about getting canceled okay we know Fake the bots. people we know the people who run this place and they're based okay they're awesome <laughs> Um, and they, they put their money where their mouth was, you know, I mean, like back when we were only on YouTube or only on Twitter and some smart ass would come into the chat and be like, Oh, you don't like, uh, you don't like the, the, the censorship. Then why don't you just go build your own platform? And I'm like, you know, obviously you don't know what that takes, you know, but Matt and Matt, I mean, they had the skills to be able to do it. And you guys have taken like a little boutique idea and you've turned it into a movement. It's incredible. And for anybody who's not on Foxhole, you're not on Pill.net, you need to make sure that you have an account there. This is just one of those places that you should have a presence because this is the only free speech alternative out there for streaming, video, posting, whatever it is. This is the spot. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's pretty awesome because, like, um been riding the high like the last like month because i think if you look at like back-to-back features that we launched with uh you know getting the subscriptions out um where you have the ability to subscribe to people then do the private streams everything like that and then uh also with the stickers now and it was just like two uh you know we did two weeks on each thing we got them all pretty fast uh pretty big features um and Really, I think the support and excitement has kind of fueled that because, like, this month, donation-wise, is one of our best months. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, it's just been awesome. I'm really pumped about the, like, people are just loving the stickers. It's We've gotten, like, a, over a 1,000 uploaded already. Like, people Sweet. are just going to town on them. <clears throat> But, uh, I've been watching the whole the chat this entire time. It's just it's cool seeing it in Foxhole now. <clears throat> like I jokingly said it, but it's true. You guys said it on the chat earlier. Uh, death to D Live. What does D Live now offer? I, I haven't been yeah, on D Live no. since Foxhole uh, came out. Basically, like it, it's been it's been a couple of years now. 
My D-Live dried up. They hold my, they got rid of the lemons altogether. They hold my payments long, like for months at a time. There's nothing that, and I heard, I've heard a number of people today say that they nuked like all their stickers. I was like, talk about worst time ever to do that to a bunch of people. Like the memers are pissed. They're all coming over now because like, I'm not, if I'm going to redo this, I'm going to do it over here. Yeah, that's what Maven was saying earlier on the stream is like, look at the timing. They like, they have all these sticker problems. Like people are just losing their libraries. And then like we open the doors to stickers and definitely I give um, D live props because I think it, it was the coolest platform in terms of streaming uh, mm-hmm. beforehand with all the features they had. They, they, they did a pretty good job of being unique. Um, but we kind of took that and, uh, you know, made it to a whole new level and made it our own took inspiration from i think we brought in a lot of people to like you know red pill and you guys included and just kind of bouncing the ideas off and taking the little nuggets here and there of what we needed but um yeah the support has really been strong lately so everyone out there thank you so much for all the donations that kind of it does feel like you talked about haven't seen the spinning for a while we did a major server upgrade um you know, back in the summer before we launched the whole um, UI kind of revamp. So, um, but yeah, so, uh, I mean, we got, we got subscriptions and stickers. If you guys are out there on Rumble or, you know, Odyssey or elsewhere, just come over and just check it out. Cause I think you will be very surprised if you haven't been here for a while. And uh, yeah, we'd love to, we'd love to keep growing. So. That muffin cake sticker is Isn't that great? my shit. <laughs> <laughs> How did someone create that so fast? That was uh yeah, that that was uh our, our buddy at Rise Attire that did that. Like oh, nice. he, he was on the stream that night. I think, you know, just within like an hour maybe. It was done and out. And uh yeah, it's uh, it's 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 the best. It looks real merged with like crank yankers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It's great. He's very talented. Very, very talented for sure. <laughs> oh, man. So, cool. uh, so uh, yeah, and also Florida, man, like the, the high of what we've just done with Foxhole. And today we went, uh, you know, uh, uh, Black Friday shopping. It's like totally different. Like you get out of the mall and it's like 80 degrees and sunny. It's just amazing. like you guys are all down in Florida. So I'm singing to the choir here. Yeah. I mean, and all the malls are like open air too. Like you're just, you know, you just got stores that are like in this cluster, and you're like walking through uh, a like open. Like uh, the first time I ever saw something like that was in San Diego years ago, twenty two years ago. Like I was like, wow, this is a great concept. You know, I mean, because you can go out and get your stuff taken care of, and it doesn't feel like you're like closed off in like uh, like like Dawn of the Dead. You guys ever seen Dawn of the Dead, the original Dawn of the Dead? They're they're it's running from zo- the they're they're running from zombies and they're inside a mall like and it was like the coolest scenario like if you if you had uh, a zombie attack happening just get inside the mall close it off and then you've got access to all the stores and stuff but anyways it's not like that <laughs> it's open air it's good what, what year did the original one come out was that 80s it was like movie? the late seventies early eighties maybe. And I, okay. I, I want to say Day of the Dead. Oh my God, it's so good! It's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, really, really good. All I remember is Shaun of the Dead too. That's what I said. That's a great one too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Shaun of the Dead's awesome. 
Yeah. But anyway, dudes, I know it's near the end of the night. Uh, thanks for letting me in. Kind of Absolutely. Near the end. Um, and uh, it's been a really fun night. So I'm going to po- probably pop off here. But much love, everyone out there and everyone watching. And uh, thanks again, Zach, for letting oh. me join you and Jeff tonight. Always, always. Thank you, yeah. Matt. I appreciate it. All right. All right. See you good, later, good meeting finally, Matt. Have a great night. Yeah. Yep. We'll you guys link up. You're not that far from each other, I'm pretty sure. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Get I'm together. In Tampa. Right. Peace, dudes. All right. See you guys. All right. Awesome. Good stuff. Uh, got a couple more thank yous over here on the eponymous foxhole. Uh, Trump Red Pill, thank you for that cookie. Nikaz, thank you again. Happy belated Thanksgiving. Porpoiseful with a cookie. Trump Red Pill dropping another cookie. Pi says, Jeff, might be able to help you. Automate scraping the data for state rep info from websites. We'll email you. That's great. Already emailed. Okay, <laughs> great. You. I got that too. Pi is. I'll uh, catch very, up with all you guys tomorrow. It's- very talented. Uh, then Trump Red Pill dropping another cookie. And Chops ITMC says next up a Roku app for the Foxhole. Maybe, maybe they will allow that to be on there. That wouldn't be so bad. All right. So uh, let me just make sure I, I didn't miss anything like on Buy Me a Coffee or uh, Cash App or anything. Um, Actually, yesterday, Jerry, Jerry had uh, dropped a donation on Cash App. Appreciate that, Jerry. And then over on Buy Me a Coffee. No, nothing on Buy Me a Coffee. So other than that, I want to thank everybody for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, especially want to say thank you to Jeff for taking the time out to spend a couple hours with us. I know that you had your own show earlier this evening. Uh, even more than that, thank you for all of your efforts uh, because – you know, as 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 Nate was saying, you know, I mean, like we need good men and women to get out there and lead because right now the reason we're in the mess we are is because the men and women who aren't worth a damn too often are the ones who get out there and actually do it. OK, we have to be willing to put our necks on the line to sacrifice something, whether it's comfort, time, money, resources, we got to be able to sacrifice that stuff so that we can put all of our energy and effort into saving this nation. Jeff, I always like to ask my guests at the end of the show, what do you really want people to take away from our conversation the most? Uh, honestly, I would say it d- stop looking at the person and start looking at the process. Yeah, Because you're right. Like Hosea 4.6 says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. And I, I, that's what got me into all this stuff is that I realized there was secret information that was kept from us. And the more that we learn it, the better we get at it. But I challenge people constantly become a precinct committeeman, whatever County that you live in. Um, the biggest takeaway I want you to realize is if you're focusing on DC, that's where they want your focus to be. Mm-hmm. The decisions on how elections are run, the decisions for uh, most of the state legislative related stuff takes place at the state level. They want us focused on DC because that's insanely hard to change. It's a mystery. It wasn't wrong. It's 435 people up there on uh, one side and, you know, 100 on the other. So the the biggest takeaway. You can do something. Every single one of us. If you've seen what all I've I've put together, I, I wish I had more time to do more. I don't. That's why I'm trying to employ, you know, more people. And and I thank you, Zach, for having me on the show uh to talk about this because I, I need more people um to help. I'm I'm one person, and as I said, there's three thousand counties in this country. There's fifty states. I can't do them all. I, I'm trying to get Florida locked in and then I'll move to the next important state I can find. But I need more of you guys 
to join us and help us take this country back. Amen. All right. So as an action item, all of you guys out there, if you're watching the show right now, digital soldier network at gmail.com. You can reach out to Jeff if you want to help out. I think everybody, uh, yeah, I, I think it, it, among everybody who watches this show, among everybody who subscribes to this program, we could probably get one person in each state who has just a couple of minutes every month just to, uh, Put the information out there, help him get it all collated, and then, you know, maybe you'll find that you have additional time after that. You can actually start organizing groups yourself. Uh, so I want to say once more, thank you so much, Jeff. Appreciate your efforts. Thank you to everybody out there in the chats, uh, What, no matter what platform you're on. I passed out the gold pills. I really appreciate you guys hanging out. And uh, tomorrow at 9 p.m., I will be back with Jason Fick. Uh, Jason had his own free speech lawsuit against Facebook because they destroyed his business because they didn't like his politics. And uh, there have been some movements in the case in uh, in a good sense. Uh, so Jason's going to be here to talk about that and to talk about what we can do to continue the efforts to further free speech on the Internet and stop people like us from getting shut down. So once again, hats off to Matt and Matt at the Foxhole because they've made uh, all of this possible. So thank you, everybody, for being here. Thank you, Jeff, for uh, for being here as well. Until next time, good luck and God bless. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.